Okay, pardon the delay. <laughs> I was having some uh, camera problems. As a matter of fact, I had some camera problems earlier coaching someone just before this. Uh, but we are here. We're going to do our best. Welcome back, Candace. How are you, Miss Harper? I'm so happy to be back. Thank you so much. <laughs> Good to have you. Uh, the audience is uh, pleased to see Miss Candace. They love Candace. Um, by the way, everything that you need to know about Candace is in the description uh, where you can find her for her services, uh, where you can subscribe to her YouTube channel and listen to her podcasts uh, on other platforms. So uh, I'm Coach EO. Uh, welcome aboard. Uh, we're going to open up the stream here today. We want to hear about uh, your catfish experiences. Uh, I recently coached a guy who was having a kind of a problem with this catfishing thing or, or, or meeting women uh, or, or matching with women and then meeting them and they look completely different. Mm -hmm. Now I did come up with some slides. I do. Uh, I, did prepare, uh, did. I did prepare a little bit. I, I, I wanted to put something together today. So we prepared this, but uh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and post the, uh, the link to join the broadcast. Let us know. Are you encountering um, people out there that present uh, an image or a lifestyle even, because sometimes catfish can be not just the physical, but also the the lifestyle, yeah. um, you know, men try to become what the woman is looking for in an effort to smash um, until he smashes. And then you you find out later he's he, he just became that uh, women, too, can also try to become what the man is looking for. And then later find out uh, potentially that, that she, that's not even who she is. And then it's a frustrating situation. But what's your take on that? Well, I think you're right. And catfishing can happen on so many levels because here's the thing about online and, you know, this whole like internet world that we have of communication, you can even fool somebody emotionally, right? Like, you know, especially if you're, you have any sort of like a narcissistic personality or, or any sociopathy, it's very easy to not only send a picture that's not you or a picture that's much better looking than you are, but also to represent yourself as a human being as completely different than you are. It's uh -huh. a very easy thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, recently, part of my uh, job description, depending on who's hiring me, is I do help my clients create an online uh, dating presence mm -hmm. uh, from start. I mean, I, I, I pretty much get to know them and what their lifestyle is like and what their intentions are. I create the bio for them. Of course, you know, I make sure that it suits their personalities and such. Mm -hmm. But I go through it from A to Z. I mean, pictures, uh, taking the photos, how to take them. Uh, that way, it also that it's natural too. It's not like an awkward picture, uh, but some, I try to figure out their personality and put them in a situation that uh, that 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 will that will resonate in person. You know, because you don't want to put out something and then when they meet you, they're like, "Where was the mother?" Yes. <laughs> you know, like that's not true. Absolutely. Uh, and, and so, uh, so recently, I was going through it with a guy, and he asked me if he should lie about his height because I think he was. I want to say he was 5'8", and he asked me, he said, should I put 5'9", coach? I said, I don't know. I don't recommend you lie about anything. Yeah. Um, not to, not, not that an inch, like she's going to come with a measuring tape and like, all right, <laughs> five, nine. but I just think that that is a mentality that you don't want to carry as a man where you're uh, lying and uh, uh, um, giving false impressions. Yeah. You know, anytime I went on a dating app, I mainly did it in recent years uh, uh, to to for the business, but never lied about my height, never lied about nothing. I was always straightforward about what I wanted to do, whether that was casual 
um, or, you know, whatever, whatever uh, mission or objective I had to achieve certain data so I can bring back to the men. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't suggest you lie about anything, but it's going on. It's going on. People, men are lying. Women are lying. But I also think what people don't think about is that when you do, even if it's an inch in height, even if it's, you know, a cup and bra size, whatever, when you do lie, you implant in yourself a mistrust. Get, go in, go in. Right? Go in, go in. <laughs> so then you, you're meeting these other people and your assumption is that other people are doing what you're doing. That's right. Right. That's, so that's then right. it's that's I think why so many people struggle with dating online, because it's like I'm thinking everybody's maneuvering the way that I am. And if I'm not being completely upfront and honest, then I'm getting exactly what I'm putting out there. Yeah. And then also when you lie about something, what you're doing is you actually are highlighting your your insecurities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you're highlighting that and eventually it's going to be discovered. It'll yeah. be realized. Uh, through conversation or the next morning or the, some, it's going six months later <laughs> or whatever, it's going to come up. Right. So your insecurity is coming up. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, this is why I, it, I, I teach something that's very difficult to do is just to be honest, you know, just to be honest about things. And um, uh, I understand most people don't accept honesty too well either, which is, uh, it's like, a, you know, it's, it's a tough decision sometimes, you know, do I be honest and potentially, um, um, ruin an opportunity or do it, but, but then you got to work, work on the finesse and how to be honest. You know, you can tell the truth, but it's how you tell the truth too. So, uh, but I do have some slides, uh, that I want to share oh, real quick. I want to shout out to everybody in the chat room too. I did leave it open for everybody here today. Uh, all the moderators, all the members, I, I really do thank each and every one of you for being here. Um, mm. But I do. Uh, this actually was Candace's idea to do the, to do the <laughs> catfish show. So, uh, real quick, before I get into the illustrations, what what prompted this uh, idea? Well, I have a lot of clients who are around like late twenties, early thirties, and so um, I was thinking about my dating. Like in my earliest early thirties, I was fresh out of like a thirteen year relationship. And at that time, it was like, and I'm dating myself, AOL chat rooms. That's what online dating oh, Okay, was. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And so yeah. catfishing was rampant. I got catfished twice. It didn't last long because I, I met them pretty quickly. But when I met them, you know, there's a story behind both of them. And I was like, you know, I think about people today who are like wanting mm. to get married and dating actively online and how it's mm. still very possible, but it's even more diabolical. And mm -hmm. when I got catfished those couple of times, I can remember even at like, I want to say 32 years old, feeling compelled to lie about my age. And so I met, I met two men, both of them lied about their weight. <laughs> and when I tell you <laughs> that the picture, like, you know, one of them sent me a picture. And back then it wasn't so easy because we didn't have Facebook. We didn't have all those things. He actually emailed me a picture of him. And it must have been mm -hmm. at least 150 pounds ago in his life. Because wow. when I... When I went to meet him, I like I went into the bar where we met and I didn't even recognize him. Like I walked past him about five times before he stopped me. He was like, yo, Candace, it's fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I think the fact that I couldn't recognize him, my reaction to just like him looking completely different, because I'm not a waitist. I probably would have, you know, met him and been fine if, you know, I knew up front. I, I don't necessarily see myself in a relationship with someone who doesn't take care of themselves, but he was a nice guy. And so at that time I probably would have been open to meeting him, you know, just to see if he's a nice guy in person. 
But he stopped me as I'm walking around looking for him. And I think my reaction had him like in a full flop sweat, like immediately nervous, immediately couldn't speak, couldn't hold his composure because my reaction was surprise. Uh-huh. Right. And so yeah, I think yeah. he immediately felt the, the, the weight of his own dishonesty. And so I say all of that to say it got me thinking about these days, if you're catfishing, you have to be so much more diabolical, right? Because people mm -hmm. can look you up on social media. There's just a lot That's more true. ways to double check. Mm -hmm. And so I figured it would be a good conversation if anybody's in the headspace of thinking that you're just innocently changing details, how we could get people out of that mindset, that how unworkable that is. And if you really want a relationship, how like being dishonest or representing yourself in a way, not it's good to look your best, whatever your best is. But as a human being, representing yourself in a certain way is a very um, uh, dangerous proposition, not just for your heart, but you know, for your life, for your safety overall. Mm -hmm. So I thought it'd be a good conversation to have since you know a lot of our listeners are about building relationships, I think. Yeah, that was a, that was a great segment there. Um, you know, I have seen some bios out there uh, floating around where people are actually quite honest. Like you'll see some girls that say, um, you know, I'm a thick girl. I got a few yeah. extra pounds, Yeah. you know, but there's a guy out there that likes yeah. that. You know, there's a guy out there that will appreciate your honesty. You know, there's gonna, you know, if you if you exhibit a woman of sincerity and authenticity um, and you're that you're that you're cool with your who you are right now. Uh, mm -hmm. As we say that we, we're always kind of a work in progress, but you know, you, ha you have to be cool with where you're at, you know, you gotta be cool with where you're right. at. And so when I've seen those bios in the past, I actually was impressed. Yeah. You know, it would be, if I was out there genuinely looking, like I said, in, in recent years, it was just for studies uh, for the business, but um, you know, I never had any problems with, I've never, honestly, I've never had one catfish in my life. Mm. Um, and part of the reason is I have a, a pretty good vetting system. I would say a very good vetting system. Um, as I've said before, I'll get a woman on FaceTime, you know, I'll get her right off. If she, if she doesn't commit to FaceTime, but if she could text or message a lot, but and I discover she has an iPhone and she yeah. doesn't want to FaceTime, you know, I might put her on the spot. Like, Hey, are you afraid for me to look at you or something? Like yeah, let's, yeah. let's get on the phone real quick and just take a look at each other. Because, you know, as I've told my men before, I don't go to women. Uh, women come to me. Uh, I don't go to women. I don't. And, and it's something, it sounds misogynist, but I don't. Uh, if a woman's 80 miles away. She, she's driving 80 miles. Uh, she's driving. Really? 60. Yeah. I don't go. You don't meet halfway? Nope. Really? No, I was gonna say no, 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 ma'am. I yeah. do not meet. No, no, hell no, no. Well, I, 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 offer too much, I offer too much value. I know my value, and yeah. uh, it's in my best interest to find a woman that's gonna follow my lead. Mm. Uh, and and uh, I just don't make that that. I make a lot of courtesies, but mm -hmm. that's not one of them. Uh, the woman will come to me. Um, I don't care if you live my 900 miles away. You're coming to me. I don't care if you live in Antarctica. You better, you're coming to me. And, and so, and, yeah, yes, yes. Um, I, I don't see. I have a system to everything I do. Even earlier on, when I was out there dating and and uh, a champion at it, uh, I would I would rarely meet up with girls. Now I might meet you five minutes away from my house mm -hmm. because I because I knew based on my level of game. And, and all of the, the prep work that I was doing to get to know you a little bit on the phone, having a 10, 15 minute conversation, um, um, you know, and um, testing certain reactions, saying certain things to, to, to see, is there a smile there? Did she yeah. blush? Does she look a little nervous? These are all good indications of sexual attraction. Yeah. And so I don't want to meet somebody who's not, who can't see me on top of them. 
I mean, you know, I want to, I want just being honest. And, and, and so, uh, you know, I want to meet somebody who wants me on top of them. And, and, um, and so what I would do is I would set all my dates up five, five minutes away from where I live. Um, one of the worst things you could do if, if you actually are looking to be romantic with someone, you should be clear about your intentions. Uh, you should. Um, and, and also you should be uh, uh, proximity matters. Proximity matters in everything in business. How far are you from where you work? Yeah. two hour commute not so wise you know yeah. now you're sitting in traffic complaining so you, now proximity is it should be of interest how do mm -hmm. i get closer to my job quality of life improves uh, i also cut down on time on the roads which allows me time to do other projects and maybe to be with my family be with my wife you know uh that sort of thing so these are the things i teach but uh i never i have never once had a problem with catfish because i'm just too direct yeah. I'm too direct with with what I want. I'm too direct about who I am, and I'm too direct about you know the type of woman I'm looking for. So whoever signs up for me feels that feels that power, feels that straightforwardness. And so I would imagine many women were attracted to me in the past, but swiped left on me due to my directness, how direct I was. But then yeah. those are like, "Yo, I've been looking for a man. I've been looking for a guy that's not going to bullshit me." Um, I want to swipe right on this guy. So yeah. if you want to cut down on bullshit, stop bullshitting. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. And I definitely believe there's something to be said for setting up your profile in a way that it opts out the people that aren't aligned with what you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And the That's more right. honest you are, the more you're going to have those people that are like, you know, you're going to, if you don't lie about your height, you're going to eliminate all the tallaholics. Right? If you don't lie about your, your you know, Income, which I think only certain, I think the, the more premium dating sites have things like income and stuff like that. But even that, if you don't lie about your income, then you're going to eliminate all those people who just want, you know, a certain number of digits in your bank account. Right. You, you want to be very like just plain about it so that you can eliminate anybody who's not going to work. And also, depending on what it is you're looking to attract, I mean, income shouldn't even be that big of a, of a priority. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for a, a summer fling, don't you don't have to sell your job. I mean, yeah. it's a summer yeah. fling. We're getting together twice a month to go under a palm tree somewhere and make out and eat strawberries and drink champagne. I mean, <laughs> we're not we're not doing that much together. So, yeah. so for you to know. The end, the all the ins and outs of my life is just overkill. Too much information. We're not. We both agreed to a casual encounter. Um, I will tell. I have a video coming out here soon. I don't want to give too much away because I like it to be a surprise for my audience. But I found that most women don't even um, that they're waiting on the man to instruct. Like they, I mean, that's not to say that they have no idea because I know Ken is going to give you a little <laughs> but it's not to say you have no self-identity, no sense of direction, but the, the, an overwhelming majority of women, and I've been with a lot of women in my life. If you start asking them questions, they don't have like definitive answers. Everything has to take time to think about. Oh, I've never been asked that. Or, oh, let me think about that. Or, oh, I really don't know. It's almost like you just putting together a look, looking, mm -hmm. showing up and just hoping for the best. Now. What do we do now? <laughs> and, so, and, and so what, this is why I stress the importance of having the champion mentality and being a leader from start to finish. That's mm -hmm. why I created the mantra begins. That's why I started that. It wasn't like to demean women. It was to actually lead women. 
it wasn't to demean them. It was to lead them. It was to love them. It was to put yourself in the position of a woman where uh, that you're suitable for and that she's suitable for you. It wasn't it, it wasn't to belittle women. It was a matter of fact, it was to it was to uh, empower men so they can yeah. be better leaders, because I found that women want to follow something. Women have women want to follow something. Yeah. And so they'll try the man first. Like, oh, shit, I'd rather try. I'd rather follow a man that's got some cool life that can include me and give me some kind of like relevance and identity here uh, yeah. that I can that I can help prosper the situation and prosper myself. And we have a beautiful relationship. But you'll notice dudes ain't got no game. They're just sitting over here. <laughs> a chick about what you eat today. And uh, what was the last time you had a boyfriend? Like, it's just it's, it's just not to say that that's not important information. But dudes today do not have good game. Mm. So now you expect the woman to kind of come in and lead the situation that's yes. not gonna happen it's not it's not gonna happen in my experience so let me ask you this though because i i agree with you on on the point of you know there is something that's very attractive about a man who has leadership qualities right who who enters into your life and is like hey this is what i'm about this is where i'm going you know come along with me even if it's just about a date right sure sure however I feel like there's pressure for women to, to, in order to be able to be along for that ride, to kind of forgo having any direction. Because I think there's a lot of young women that have direction. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think there's that fine line between already having figured it out and being in full masculine energy and then being like, oh, he's got to fit into my space, which that we're not talking about that. But there are a lot of women that just generally they know what they want. Like, I want to be a mom. I want to have a traditional life. I want to have a job, you know, whatever. And I think sometimes there's pressure to pretend that you don't. OK, to give a, give a man a space to see if he can lead, to see if he can, you know, show up in a way that is masculine energy that would be i mean that that's that's going on uh without question on both sides i think both sexes are pretending to be something that they're not out of fear of attachment i think most of the time this goes on because you were either hurt in the past or something happened prior to this that now you have your defenses up and 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 sometimes you're you're bringing old energy into a new situation i, I tell my clients that all the time don't bring that old shit in with a new girl man you, know, you need to fix that. Realize what your responsibility was in the demise of that situation. Uh, and and if, if there is no uh, opportunity to uh, revamp that situation, you move forward peacefully and you move on and you go with somebody else. But uh, I think it's important that a woman doesn't strip. A, you find out what she's good at. And then you and it's almost like, OK, let me say this. It's almost like somebody who has a, a job opening. OK, I need I need a. Uh, um, a phone girl. And I know that might sound belittling, but it's not. I mean, you have to have, people have to answer phones, you know, and, and, and not everyone can answer a phone. You know, you get somebody who has a bad attitude and doesn't have that tone of voice and that that energy about her. And she answers the phone like over 10 consulting. And it's like, you know, it's like, OK, well, you need to go because you hate your life. And a woman who has a very soothing way about her and she answers the phone and she's very accommodating. And certainly, uh, you know, I'll put them on the line or I'll get your information and I'll have them get in touch with you. Uh, thank you for calling us. So hope you have a good day. And so if you can identify a woman that has a certain pleasantry, something delightful about her, and you have a situation for her to be in that she can not only thrive in, but she can be happy in too. I think you can't, you can't force a woman to be something she doesn't want to be. 
Yeah, like, I agree. Let's say you want to cook. You want a woman that cooks, but the woman that you're very attracted to hates to cook. Okay, that ain't gonna work. Yeah, so you might want to go with the woman who is kind of maybe not as pretty, but she loves putting an apron on. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. A joy to be around in the kitchen. She can't wait for you to taste her uh, lemon pepper salmon or whatever. <laughs> and, and so that's the woman you got to go with. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you agree with that, but it's, so, it's, so you don't want to It's about finding the person that loves what you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That fills in and aligns with it. And I think that's where people get in trouble with the catfishing thing. Yes. Right? Because now I'm trying to pretend like this, that, or the other thing, because I want to have, you know, get this person or get this person interested in me. And so I'm willing to lie and be dishonest and ultimately end up getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in a lot of wasted time. And what happens too, is if you waste a person's time and you turn out to be something you sold, you sold him or her a dream. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then later you, you find out that, 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 that none of that or very few of those things were true. You're now taking a person who had potential to actually build something somewhere and you're damaging them and not everybody has the ability to cope through these things so you could really set back a person in the dating game um i know i've set some women back you know in the past uh not being completely truthful about certain things and uh, i'm not an easy man to get over I, I honestly don't believe i'm an easy man to get over i mean it's, i'm a hard act to follow you know, um, and so, you know, but you have to be mindful of that. Don't give mm -hmm. that woman all the goods if you don't have a future for her. You yeah. know, you know, sometimes you just pull out one strength, one weapon. And when I say weapon, it's just like one beautiful thing about yourself. But if you see like, okay, I'm not going to marry her. I don't have a future for her. Don't give her everything. Yeah. yeah. And keep that reserved for the woman that you know, you know, and just give her the, what is only necessary for whatever occasion you've invited her to share with you. Yeah. And that's it. More of that. Don't give her life advice. Uh, don't give her, I mean, sometimes you can give too much. Yeah. You can give too much. Whether you meant to or not, you gave too much. She got attached to you. And then now you're, you're, you're like, oh, shit. She's falling. You know, I, I'm about to bounce. I mean, I'm not staying here forever. Yeah. And uh, I think men have to be calibrated in that sense to give, give the situation and the woman only what it requires to maintain itself. And so if it's just sex, don't text her. Don't ask her how her day was. Only talk to her and correspond with her when it's time to get together and have some fun. Yeah. It's sexual. That's it. Don't do nothing else with her. Don't don't ask her how your day was. Don't say, what'd you eat today? What'd you wear today? Send me a photo of you. Now, a little bit of that can go on, but even that's like too much sometimes. Like that's too much correspondence and out of respect for the woman. So and yourself that you, you the two of you don't get attached. You keep it only to what it requires for it to sustain itself. Having having already predetermined what we're doing, right? Like yeah. everybody's not the understanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And that's the other problem. Most people don't talk today. Everything is yeah. texting. And so I, I don't mean to talk over talk. Uh, please, please go on. Yeah. yeah, no, I was I was saying you're right. Most people don't talk today. And most people don't have a, a pre conversation about what we're doing. Right. We just kind of get into these things and have different intentions. A woman one time tell me uh, that she was seeing a guy for three months and that she could just sense that something was wrong, like something was off. She goes, but thank you know, like it, it, later on in that discussion, I'm paraphrasing here, but she was like kind of alluding to the fact that thank God she didn't waste a lot of time. I said, mm -hmm. three months? 
I mean, I'm spending three months with, with Candace Harper to do a show. The three months is a long time for a busy per three months. Yeah, yeah. Three hours is a long time. If I spend three hours with a person and there's and there's no productivity, I'm not happy about it. Yeah. You I, feel blame like the I blame myself for that. I'm like, you know, but that doesn't happen. I will tell you uh, confidently that doesn't happen. If I'm going to spend three hours with any human being, we're getting somewhere. We're getting some value here. You're getting yeah. something out of me. And I'm getting something out of you. If I'm spending three hours with you. But she was just like, yeah, we would just talk. But it, it really and I told her, I said, every relationship has to have an identity. Yeah. Every single one. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a business relationship, a friendship, a family member to family member, sibling, whatever, uh, sibling, to sibling to sibling, or even just a casual or, or a committed. It has to have an identity to it. And if it doesn't have an identity, all you're doing is, is talking to each other about bullshit. <laughs> and then you're surprised later, three, six months down the road, you motherfuckers don't even know each other. Yeah. <laughs> like there is no identity here. Does that but make you, sense to you? It totally does. But do you think that it's because I, I struggle with the concept of time wasted, right? Like, I feel like even if a relationship doesn't work out or if you find that that person's out of alignment with you or even if you spend three hours on a date with somebody and you're like, there's no way I, I see anything beyond this three hours. Like, I feel like there's always value to be had. Right. So and if you look at it like, oh, I just wasted my time with that person. I feel like we steal from ourselves by doing that because it's like, well, what did I learn? You know, what did I get to experience? You know, where is there opportunity for something I can take from it? Right. Like, I feel like when we label it as time wasted, we kind of short ourselves. I agree with that unless you've been in that situation before. Now, mm -hmm. if you've been in that situation before and you just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, you're a fool. You're wasting yeah. your time. You are wasting your time and you're wasting other people's time. You mean like and going I, back with someone that's not well, like not necessarily going back, but like if if you, let's say you did spend three months with someone and you, you realize why it it never formed an identity. Now, there's two parts to the reason why it didn't. You didn't know what you wanted and you didn't vocalize that. And he didn't know what he wanted and he didn't vocalize that. It was just two people getting together that had some some level of attraction and y'all just want to feel good with each other, which is some bullshit. Like, I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel good, but if you're you'll feel real good once an identity is formed and there's no and now, you know, what you'll feel real good then. Yeah. yeah. But getting together after a work week and just trying to uh, kick out. up kick up you know start a fire with this woman that's some bullshit not for a busy man not for a busy man a man that knows what he wants we have to know exactly what we're dealing with here yeah you know what i mean like so i would tell you this is it wasted if if uh you're young in the game and you don't know yourself yet and you're in the process of getting data that can help potentially build preferences and standards for you no it's not wasted mm -hmm. if you notice a cycle of short-term love affairs that don't present any identity you're a fool mm. you're a fool that's not learning mm. from your experiences yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. why I, I gotta be honest here no that's real that makes sense i mean i i usually phrase it differently like i always feel like there has to be a goal or a purpose or a vision but i you know it, it works as an identity as well like what are we doing even if we're just Absolutely. doing it short term Hi, yes, yes. Hey, Naeem, what's well, Miss Buckner, what's going on? Good to see you. Uh, glad you popped in. Thank you for the $5. Subscribe to her channel. She has a channel. Uh, if, 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 if she can post it or if one of the moderators can post her link, give her an opportunity. Um, and uh, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I've met some old fools, man. I've met some old people in their 50s. They still don't know what they want. They still have no systematic approach to finding out uh, if there's real compatibility or are we just shacking. Uh, I mean, I mean, age, age doesn't always uh, uh, indicate wisdom. I coach men 55, 60 years old. Um, and I've met 25 year olds that were more mature. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, that's what you never know what you're getting. Yeah, I would, I would. I mean, you never know what you're getting. This is why you have to be so pinpoint on what you want. I said this during a speech uh, last year that your truth expressed in return you'll find out another person's truth, but you have to express your truth and you will find out. And I think this is the problem. Most men and women are afraid that that truth won't align with their truth. So they just, yeah. they abandon it. Yeah. It's like, let me see if I can smash first. Let me see if I can get some out of her first. Let me see if I can get her naked first or, or her same, same thing. Or let me see if he's a good man. Let me see if he, if, if, if he's stable. And it's like uh, your truth expressed of course, in a manner that is digestible and not doesn't sound, you know, mean and belittling, but your truth expressed in a calm, cool, collected manner will you, the other person will have no choice but to reveal their truth to you. Yeah, it might be in a, an expression. Like sometimes I'll say things, and Candace is like, Ugh. "No, no." <laughs> I have done that. Yeah. <laughs> Not that dramatically, but yeah. <laughs> like really. Coach you. And, and, and I'm like, see, see, no alignment. No alignment. Not yet. Not yet. No, but um, but uh, but uh, but you sometimes you you don't need verbal confirmation. You just need to watch them now. Yeah. You express your truth, what you're looking, watch them. Now look at them. Oh, okay, they ain't ready for this. Uh, not yet. I'll give them a couple of weeks, whatever. I'll give you a week to think about it. And while I move on with my life, I mean, I'm not going to be sitting around waiting, but if you need a little time, no problem. Uh, this, this kind of system and this kind of uh, 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 self-definition and self-expression is, 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 is not too common. So you might need a minute to get your courage up to fuck with me. I, I understand that. Okay. But you know, if, if you, you know, you, you ain't gonna get that much time, but, but I guess what I'm saying is, is that your truth expressed is going to the other person is going to respond and react to what you just said. And sometimes it is, it is agreement. Sometimes it's disagreement. Sometimes it's deer in the headlights. Like they didn't even understand what you just said. And even yeah. that telltale, uh, telltale sign that they may not be mature enough for what you're presenting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. I want, I, I only want to attract mature people into my life. Yeah. I don't want to attract people that are ready for what I'm looking for. And if you're not, it doesn't make you wrong. It doesn't make you inept. It doesn't make you inadequate. It just makes us not compatible at this time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that you added the at this time, too, because we go through these different phases. And I think sometimes as we're growing and evolving, it's so easy, at least for me to, you know, I would say it was it's been some years since I've sort of felt this way where I would notice that I felt like I was further along. And then realize that even in my my ego saying that, that I was like bringing myself back by by noticing in some another person that they're not yes, as far yes, as yes, me. Yes. But then also having to realize that we're all at different places. Right. Yes, so wherever yes. I am, there's somebody who's way ahead of me and there's somebody who's way behind me. And if I'm dealing with that person that's way behind, it's not about judging them for being behind. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because you could have like you could be more financially uh, uh, abundant than someone in 2022, and then you catch up with that person you thought was lower than you, and now in two years later, you're you ain't got no money or you've plateaued, and they're richer than you. Right. You, know, uh, you, you might see somebody overweight in one year. Um, and a lot of that maybe has to do is maybe tied to depression, grieving. They lost somebody they loved and the comfort food. And there's a lot of different variables as to why people do the things they do to to ease their dis-ease. And so uh, and then you might meet them then, but they kind of have gone through that grieving process. You see them two years later, later they're a knockout. Yeah. But they remember how you treated them. Right. And if you treated them with respect, maybe there's an opportunity. If not. This is why you always have to let people go uh, in a way that, that that leaves the door open, possibly, um, but not necessarily. Sometimes you shut the door permanently, but there's other times where it's like early stages. Nothing really happened. You can leave the door open potentially for another opportunity, but I'm not talking about when you're in a relationship and it was fucking argumentative and dysfunctional. No, you shut the door on that one. But I'm talking about something that never really got started. It's possible that you could maybe re uh, try that again in the future if you handle it correctly. Yeah, no, it's true. And also it, it makes me think of something. It's so important to always be gracious when you feel like you're not in that timeline. Because I, there was a guy when I used to work in television who just every day was trying to get me to go out with him. And I just was like, uh, you know, he was and it wasn't he was a security guard. It wasn't necessarily his job. It's just that he he just didn't seem like that interesting of a guy to me. Right. Come to find out, cut to, you know, however many years later. And he's a famous actor. <laughs> And he's actually very smart. He's played a lot of different roles. He's made a big success out of his life. And I feel like, you know, there's those ones that you're like, if you just would have given him a chance. Why didn't you let it, let him hit it in the loss prevention room? <laughs> in the loss, in the loss <laughs> prevention room. upstairs turn the cameras off. Damn, man. See, you could have right, been, been in the money right now. You could have been in the money. I could have been could've... in the money right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I could have gone to dinner. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, just, I know. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm teasing you. I'm just, I'm just teasing you. I wanted to get a laugh out of you here today. I'm gonna find a way <laughs> to do it. Uh, anyway, let me share. Let me share some of these things real quick. Uh, they're just kind of. Uh, then we, then we have the uh, the the link in the description here. Or in the chat room, come on aboard. Uh, let us know if you've had a situation. If you have a dating question or a life self improvement question, uh, you got us for another. Uh, you might not have us for two hours if we don't get much participation. And we'll, ca we'll call this over. Uh, by the way, we're at, we're at, we're beyond the midway point of this series. So if this is something that you want to see a second season of, um, we're gonna have to see them numbers, participation, and. Uh, they're at the, you know, we, we, we want to see the value that we give back in return. Uh, so we are beyond we are beyond uh, the midway point of the first season. We have not decided as of yet if there'll be a second season. So we'll see if it we're going to see at the end and make an evaluation if this is worth doing again. It would be a shame not to have Candace uh, on with EO. It would be a shame. Right. Uh, but, um, but, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We got to tell them, tell them the truth. Yeah. Um, real quick, I do want to point out a couple of things. You've probably seen this going around. Maybe not this one. Uh, this one here. Oh, what's this? These are booty shorts, guys. Oh, uh, like the booty fillers. <laughs> yeah, enhancements, enhancements for the booty, enhancements yeah. for the eyes. And so, a lot of these pictures, guys, that you see on social media, dating apps. Um, no, I don't want you to go in in pessimistic thinking, but uh, you know, uh, some women be lying out here. Look at the before and after. Look at the, girl, <laughs> look, at the left. look at the lower left. Right. 
Now, now, and now, and now, you know, she's trying to have that booty. I actually don't think the second one is that bad. I mean, the one in the beige, I mean, she got that, you know, slim white woman body. You know, uh, <laughs> she didn't have to go get a badon. I mean, there's other guys out there that like that slim, that, you know, that that fitness booty. Yeah. And so, you know, she over there got that, you know, she wouldn't want to want to put the get a bigger ass. But, you know, um, <laughs> you're going to find out anyway. You're going to be pulling down them pants like, yo, what happened to the booty? Right? And then he's going to see it. <laughs> uh, real quick. Uh, here's another uh, kind of an illustration of a before and after. Um now, this woman clearly is standing straight in the first. And again, that could be a nice body. That could be like an old Sharon Stone, basic instinct looking chick. Why <laughs> did you have to go in there and throw a big old badonk? Like maybe the first one was cool. You yeah. know, uh, a lot of the time people are following trends yeah. and they think the booty is in, but you'd be surprised a little fitness booty's cool. But think about it too. It's like you got to think in terms of like what it says about our society. It, it, it's a, like a body feature is a trend. It's because it's getting so much money and attention. I keep going to Kim Kardashian, right? So, you know, she was one of the first white women that you see, you know, culturally on television and in pop culture. And she's got this big old booty and, it, and she's so popular and paid for it, right? And men give it a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, even though I think it's detrimental to attraction and relationships, I mean, you can understand why people feel so pressured. It's like when, you know, people get hair plugs and stuff like that. You can understand why they feel pressured because we value such strange things. Right? I mean, I agree I agree with that, but you, I agree and I understand the why and I think you explained like the why, the pressure, the societal pressure, uh the desire to be uh, um, to have someone you know, uh, pursue you, pursue you and be attracted to you. But mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day they're going to find out yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll find out. you know, yeah. so it's like, I mean, shit, if there was a woman that said, uh, hey, I love my booty, but sometimes I want a big booty. I'm mm -hmm. like, go ahead and wear that shit then. Like, it, <laughs> now, if, if you're a woman, if you're a woman out there or a man out there, and let's just say you like to go into costume, let's just say that maybe sometimes you like to wear a wig or sometimes you like to wear uh a booty like this mm -hmm. i think if you're a chick it's like hey i love my booty the way it is but sometimes i get in the mood and i want a badonk mm -hmm. now i think that's different than uh, okay where where a badonk tonight i mean <laughs> 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 like your ass look like that <laughs> you, that's a problem that goes yeah. back to that authenticity i'm talking about let's yeah. go to this real quick i know you've seen this one going around i don't think i've seen her this woman literally had no teeth, no eyebrows, no eyelashes, uh -huh. and She's she put everything on. Uh, uh, this this one was going around and trending, yeah, um, for a while there. But this this is a major catfish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's definitely a big difference. Major. But then here's the thing: we don't know that we don't Go know ahead. that. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say we don't know that she in particular is trying to date. Because I think there's something to be said for, I mean, you know me, I wear hair, I wear wigs. Sometimes you'll see pictures of me online. I'm bald sometimes. I got hair sometimes. You never know. But it's not always, I think, with the pretense of I'm trying to date. Do you know what I mean? It's more It's more just for costume and maybe uh, expression. Yeah. Is there's that what you're saying? More costume yeah. and expression. Okay, there's so let me ask you this. Let me, let, me, let me get off here for a minute. Let me ask yeah. you a question. Do you... Uh, you stated that you're bald. 
Yeah. Okay. Now, when you date men early on, do you tell them you're bald? Do you yeah. tell them? Well, okay. I mean, I'm very open about it. And there's pictures of me online all over the place. Mm -hmm. You know, when I when I completely shave my head. And yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't like on a first date, it might not, I might not bring it up as conversation. But if let's say someone met me online, and I'm single, they'll, they'll, if they Google me, they'll know. Mm -hmm. And I haven't had a man that I've met yet that didn't Google me and say, oh, I saw a picture of you with no hair. Like, well, what if he didn't Google you? Uh -huh. um, you okay, let me ask you a question. This is kind of personal, but I just, I just curious because I want other people to know too. Um, let's say a woman has a wig on, you know, and in your case, you know, uh, 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 your hair looks very good. I'll be honest with you. Whatever you do, uh, <laughs> it looks good. Because I'll be honest, to me, I mean, and to me, it looks really good. But let's just say, you know, it's time for romance. Uh, you know, the man got some game on him. He's been following the champ, and the, you know, he's following. <laughs> And he gets the woman back to the house. And let's just say you're interested. You're ready to go. Yeah. I mean, could that could that hair fall off? Um, <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> no, it couldn't. And also, it's not like an I'm going to get you sucker situation. Did you ever see that movie? So if he's, if he's hitting it from the back and he goes, give me that motherfucking head real quick. <laughs> shit. So it, it's not going to come off. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. You Obviously, if you're like fist it and yank, you're going to get some hair in your hand, right? But here's the thing about it, too. I'm not doing that with anybody who doesn't already know. Okay. Right? Like, they already know me. They know who I am. They've probably seen me in my different looks by the time we're at that point. Okay. But is, but is it fair to, to not... You can't assume that, though. Uh, what do you mean? No, you they would have seen me... Before I'm sleeping with them, they would have seen me live. Oh, oh, they, oh they, so you would have shared, yeah. this is where you find me, this is my my uh, oh, social yeah. media handles. Okay, so, 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 but what if they didn't look? What if they were like, oh, that's cool, she does all that, uh, you know, whatever, see you next week. And he didn't know, he didn't see you. I mean, are you going to tell him, like, hey, so did you get a chance to find me online? Are you going to kind of try to figure out if he found out? Well, by the time we're getting naked together, we know each other well enough that I've told him. If he's not been online. Okay. Right. And I, there actually was, when I first moved to Virginia, there was a guy that I dated for a little while who was in cybersecurity and online wasn't his thing. And, you know, we just in conversation, you know, I tell, cause I don't want it to be like a, you know, a big surprise or anything like that. <laughs> right. You know, you know? I wonder if I download, I did. I think I did. I think I did. I was looking for, I had another picture. That's going to be kind of funny. Uh, real you quick. Have uh, profile. I, I do. All my facets, like mm -hmm. all my different looks in my dating profile. I got you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> uh, I do want to thank um, Omni Roma for being as generous as he is always, and he came in here with a double a double hundo, yeah. a two hundred dollars super chat from a, a very well-to-do man who offers a tremendous amount of value here. Omni Roma, thank you so much. Keep the quality content coming, Coach Eo. Hey, I will as long as uh, it it it. it um, it benefits us to be here. I promise you there will be a return as long as the benefit is there. I've been honest. Man, I've been so honest with my audience about every single collaboration, everything that I've done. As long as the value exchange is beneficial to both sides, I'm going to be here. And if I'm going to look at the data and find out, no way, I ain't going to be there. Like I've been so transparent. No one could ever say Coach EO ever deceived us. Never. <laughs> Is it never is never gonna happen? I'm gonna be so honest. You know what you're getting. Yeah. There's peace. There's peace that comes with that. There there is a level of peace and trust and comfort that comes with you know exactly what you're getting. 
And so I want to thank Omni Roma for always being predictable with his participation. Uh, I can predict that Omni Roma is going to be, uh, you know, adding value to us. And I want to thank you for that. Your hard earned money. It's not easy to give somebody $200. It's not easy. I, I have to stress it. It's we appreciate it very much. And um, I do have a video for you. And uh, if we come back for a second season, I'll have all new videos for everybody who sponsors us. And uh, we'll freshen, I'll freshen things up. Uh, but real quick, thank you, Omni Roma. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that very much. Um, Unique 79 in the building. Uh, uh, shout out to Unique. $10 or British pounds. Uh, she says hi to you, Unique. It, it is always a pleasure <laughs> to you. Get the likes up and subscribe and subscribe to Candace. Thank you so much for that. Salute so to all the champions on the channel. Thank you so much, Unique. Appreciate you, man. As always, um, you've been here a long time, too. Um, fragrance of the day. Somebody asks. I do have a very, very sexy grown man cologne here today. <laughs> one that I've mentioned before, one that I used to wear back in 2001, 2002. Now, at that time, I still liked this cologne, but it was a little, it was a little beyond my age because I was uh, 22 in, in 2002, 22. And so when I first smelled it, I instantly thought money, sex, grown man. <laughs> and when I smell it today, I think of three things. Money, sex, grown <laughs> men. Nothing has changed. Uh, it has a note that I'm picking up. It has a feeling of a man who uh, has a little natural perspiration due to the weather. This is like a, a summer cologne. So that, like, even if I'm sitting out in, let's say I'm sitting out in, in the sun talking to someone. Naturally, I'm going to have a little perspiration. I mean, I'm a man, okay? And I'm going to have a little per. I mean, you're a woman. Everybody sweats. So, and, and so I, what I smell here is a very sensual masculine musk um, and this note of sex. Just, but not just very sexy. You got to be a grown-ass man doing some grown-ass things to wear this cologne. And you got to look like a man. You have to look. You can't, I'm telling you, you got to just walk and look like a man. Like, people have to see you and go, that's a sexy-ass motherfucker right there. Anyway, from the house of Cartier, this is the original Declaration Cartier. Sexy, boy. And uh, I got it down in the description. Uh, it'll be in my Champion uh, Essentials store. And so, Declaration Cartier. Get a bottle of it. Super, super sexy. And the dry down is probably uh, like no other. It's got a very sensual musk and very manly. If you're, you got to feel like a man. You got to look like a man. You got to think like a man. Like you can't be on the, on the fence about if you're a man or not. You got to know you're a man. And when you put that on, it'll, just, it'll, it'll uh, correspond with how you feel about yourself. So get it. Uh, and let's go back to our list here, guys. Uh, we'll try to answer your questions in the chat room. Mm. However, we would rather you just join the broadcast and ask us a question on the air. Uh, it shows a level of confidence, too, to come on and cam up. Right. Or even share a catfish story. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, 
story. People get embarrassed by those. They don't really want to share those. <laughs> right. Let's take a look at this photo real quick. Now, okay. <laughs> I mean, look, obviously this is on the internet. You can't believe everything you see on the internet. But if this is real, could you imagine if you I don't think I don't think it's real, but let's just imagine let's just say it is real. You meet up with the girl on the left, you wake up with the girl on the right. Yeah. <laughs> it looks you like, like you like more money. Get up, the house is on fire. Get up. Get up. <laughs> you ever seen Mo Money movie? I, I don't think so. I don't think I have. It's a good ass movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Mo Money back in the nineties. He he yeah. ended up going to bed with a woman. He woke up next to her. He couldn't believe it. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, fire! Get out of here. <laughs> he gave us money and shit. Take the train. Oh, he told her to take the train. Uh -oh. uh, but uh, this is this is crazy right here. Well, it here's the thing about that though. This is a trend on TikTok right now that a lot of women are doing, where it's like a picture of me looking as horrible as I can, and then a picture of me looking as beautiful as I can. That's like a thing that they're doing. I see. But I I think it's something that like even the the horrible as I can is there's like fabrication in it. Like you take pictures of people at certain angles and even good looking people look ugly at certain angles. You're not buying it. <laughs> Glad I don't fit into that. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. See, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who are you talking about? <laughs> no, but uh, but no, that's true. I mean, I yeah, think I, mean, I think there's a side. You have a great, better side sometimes because you know, yeah. you're not you know, your face is not the same on both sides. I don't know if people knew that, but yeah. you know, your your face on the left is different from your how your face looks on the right. And so sometimes people have a, a better side. You know, you take the picture from the right. Right, and also you know, I will say this: that men are notorious for doing the bad angle selfie and putting it on a dating site. So there's a lot of good looking men that do this with it to take- And they got photo. a booger in their nose. It, boogers, and they, it looks like they have a big double chin. Like everything looks, the head looks a weird shape. Woo. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, there's a lot of people out there that say they don't need us. Like people like us are not needed, that we're just, you know, they don't, we don't, we're not needed. And what you just said is what a lot of people do. They take pictures at the wrong angles. It's not flattering. Uh, whereas people like us, we're kind of seasoned in photography, um, you know, pictures and, and even, you know, videos. And mm -hmm. so it takes time to learn all these things. Uh, even with lighting, lighting matters. You could be in a, your background matters. I mean, how you, you know, how you represent the environment you're in matters. I mean, if you're in a, a, a if you're in a bedroom that's messy, <laughs> it's messy. Like you can be a pretty girl. I'm like you're a mess though. I ain't right. right. And so it, there's so many different things. You need to hire a professional that knows what he or she is doing that can guide you. Because you're right. A lot of women do not like to take pictures like this. They always take pictures up. If you notice, right. women always take pictures up with a little <laughs> arm like this. The little... <laughs> to skinify the waist to try to make it. <laughs> that's right. Like, push it all down. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so women are hip to it, but men, you're right. There's some men that are getting overlooked because their pictures are not good, and and then also their confidence is showing up in the picture too. They're they're just like bug eyed and like weird looking and smiling too much. You could be smiling too much, like trying to be sexy. Because yeah. sometimes when you try to be sexy, you actually are not sexy at all. Right. Um, and so that's something I tell guys too. Like, don't try to be sexy. Just take the picture. Look, be happy about something. You know, enjoy the moment. 
just smile naturally, you know. That's why it's good to have a photographer that actually brings the best out of you, too. Um, it's important that you interview your, your photographers and that you have a good connection with them. Because if I was a photographer, I'd be making all everybody laugh, yeah. feeling good. I'm like, hey, yeah. you about, hey, come on, sexy. You ready for your next picture, sexy? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> You know, I would tell him, you know, I'm not, not, not call a woman sexy. You know, I might tell a dude, all right, Mr. Handsome, let's go, man. Show me your most handsome face. Let's go. Boom. And because I want to bring the best on him, I want him to feel comfortable. That's what I do in my coaching, too. Yeah, like naturally feeling good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the next one. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I've seen her before. She said, I nah. wing catfishing. <laughs> Damn, she got no brows, no front teeth. But you know that makeup too. You know the narrowing of the of the bridge of the nose. I've seen a lot of videos where women yeah. do that, yeah. and then you rub the makeup off, and she got a big old nose. <laughs> contouring, contouring can be very contouring. magical, right? That's right. <laughs> Let's take a look at this one real quick uh, before. And after, I'll be honest with you. I don't have a problem with breast implants. It's not a preference. Oh. I will tell you, uh, my ex-wife had breast implants. I've dated multiple women with uh, breast implants. I'll give you my honest opinion. I think they look great in clothes, but I don't like to touch them. Uh, mm. that, doesn't, that doesn't mean I'm not going to touch them. Uh, yeah. But my preference is, uh, is, is a real breast. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I will tell you, they look great um in in clothes yeah they definitely i mean i think it takes a lot of courage to get them i mean i you know i i don't judge i'm not saying this like a, a judgment i would never just because i'm weird about like i, I feel like hitting them <laughs> <laughs> don't ever do that don't ever do that <laughs> no i never have but I, I was like i was like yo do me a favor adrian put them breasts out for me real quick no. all right let me hit them breasts no yeah, go no. ahead <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> Hey, yo, Adrian, you got some big rocks there, Adrian. <laughs> I mean, I can understand why, you know, like I have a couple girlfriends who like they breastfed. And so th things happen to your breast when you do that. And so they get lifted, they get implants and stuff like that. I ha have always been fortunate in that, you know, I'm pretty blessed with them. And I just can't go under the knife for it. Like, I don't judge anybody who does, but... And I know that there's men who actually do like it. They do like fake breasts, especially in L.A., I have a lot of you know friends that live in LA, and it's like men love fake breasts out there. But I just, I, it's not worth it to me. And I, you know, uh -huh. hey, yo, Adrian, why you go mess up your breasts like that, Adrian? <laughs> you just want to keep doing I was your on the nipples last night. Why you gonna go mess your breasts up, Adrian? <laughs> You're not gonna get a ring out of Adrian if you touch your breasts. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. I just wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to go. You're Anyway, uh, so yeah. I, again, back to this. I don't have a problem with this. I mean, I really don't have a problem with a woman enhancing her appearance, but don't lie about it and just own it. Like some, I think. Again, I think a great way for women uh, is to define it as you like experimentation and you like to kind of go into costumes. Sometimes it, you enjoy it, uh, but don't lie about it. You know, like. Uh, just don't lie about it. And I'm gonna try. I got I got some men stuff too. This is a, an app that can oh, change the shape of your face. Yeah. Oof. Could you imagine if you saw the picture on the right? Now that's a young boy, but you know, like, you, you know, women in his age bracket. Yeah. And then they show up. Like, Yo, did you go to the dentist today, fam? Right. <laughs> 
that's what I would think. Either he went to the dentist or he was injured, like somebody punched him. Right. It's he's, like, not, he's not a bad looking guy to begin with. Right. But you'd be surprised. A lot of these people out here think they have to have a real chiseled jawline and, you know, have to have the model face in order to be attractive. But if the dude on the left just showed up and owned it, he'll get, he'll get him some. Yeah, he totally would. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that, I mean, that's why stuff like Facetune, it's like, OK, come on, dude. You know, this goes on too. Um, compression shirts. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. I just realized what that really is. It's like a silicone six pack. This dude put on a body real quick. He said yeah. <laughs> he, he put on a body, but here's a more accurate. This goes on like these. The damn, this is a, a corset. Yeah. But like you know those compression shirts, like those are guys that are insecure about their man boobs and they're trying to keep everything in place. But when you take that shirt off, she gonna see. It's right. It's still all gonna come out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, before us men. I don't, I mean, I, again, I, I'm not critical of women. I want them to be authentic. As long as you're authentic, I'll be cool with you. Now, now again, I'm not going to like force attraction, but you know, if, if you're a sincere woman and there's some level of attraction and you like to go into costume and, and do, do things on Saturday night, put on long eyelashes and shit. I, as long as I know about it, I'm cool with it. You're good with it. Yeah. I wonder though, like just in walking around. So, like, let's say this guy he has this abdomen corset, and so he's met somebody online, and he goes out on a date and things like that. Like, uh, you know, what is the navigation around that? Like, I can understand why he'd want to look slimmer, why he'd want to have that look, because obviously, you know, we praise that sort of thing. I think, you know, we praise looks, and we treat people who are good looking better than we treat anybody else. So it's understandable that people want to do these things, but then it's like. You know, what is the navigation around it? Does it mean you don't, and then you don't look as good as you could possibly look? Or I think, you, you know, know, I'll be honest. I'm not going to say any names because I respect this guy very much, but I coached a guy one time that had some insecurities uh, sur surrounding sexuality, and he would turn women on just to never have sex with them because mm. he, he knew – he felt he couldn't deliver. So he pretended to be like a player womanizer, like, or I shouldn't say womanizer, but he pretended to be advanced, but he really wasn't. He was good at emulating someone who was advanced. Like somebody yeah. can go and emulate some of my game, but then when it's time to deliver, they can't deliver. And so he admitted it to me. He was like, coach, I think what I do is um, I, 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 I seduce women verbally and give them a, a, an impression. But then when it's time to actually do it, I always find a reason not to do it. Wow. And I think women, too, do this. They turn on men with mm -hmm. sexuality and they lure him in, giving him some false uh, uh, false hope. And then once they see, OK, it's now time to deliver, uh, they find a way out of it. I think I think yeah. that's really messed up. I think that's really mm -hmm. messed up. But what's your coaching around that? Because I think that goes back to the, the psychology of catfishing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm playing a role. Yeah. So you know what, what I told him to do? Around? You know what I told him to do? This is the honest to God truth. Mm -hmm. Tell women you're inexperienced. Mm. Be honest, like yeah. be honest. But I said there, there's a way to do it. For example, I suggested that that he was a um, I don't want to give away his job, but he was a uh, an educated man. He had a, he had education. And so what I told him and what I told other men that are inexperienced sexually is to tell a girl like, you know, I haven't really made dating a priority um, in a long time. I, put, I did put my career first. Um, it's been a long time. I haven't been engaged with a woman in almost in any regard for a long time. I put my, my studies first 
Uh, I put my education first. And now that I've actually uh, completed that, that portion of um, my, uh, uh, my life, I'm now ready to, to now enter this phase, which is uh, intimacy and, and, and connection and, and, and meeting a woman. Yeah. Sometimes that's enough. Like I haven't dated in four years. Yeah. Like yeah. she can put two and two together. Okay, you ain't hit nothing in four years. I'm not expecting um, the greatest performance ever. But if you're gonna lie to her and talk about you're this womanizer and you know you're put you're 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 giving her this sense that you can throw down and then you can't either you can't throw down you're not as good or you don't or it's not you at all. I mean, that's that's fucked up, man. And so I told him just to be honest, I'm inexperienced. You know, I'm inexperienced when it comes to dealing with women. I'm inexperienced, but uh, it is something that that I'm interested in doing at this time of my life. I want to meet someone and meet somebody that I that, you know, she and I resonate and uh, there's a connection and there's uh, and we can uh, enjoy each other's company. I I think that's enough. If a woman were to tell me I haven't been with a man in five years. I haven't been with a man since high school, or I've never been with a man. I might ask her why not. I might say, "Oh, why is it? It's, why? No, no offense, but has it just been something you've been afraid of, something you're not interested in, or other priorities?" And if she went on to tell me that I've invested my time getting an education, but now it is a it is a desire of mine. I want to get to know a man. I'd like to be married. Um, and 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 so I think that there is a level of concession like like you can understand that you know what i mean like i I think if a woman were to tell me i haven't been with a man i would be like cool you're in good hands i'll take good care of you you know what i mean if if this works out i got you i'll take good care of you and so i think are trying to be something that they're not you hear in the dating game that you must be very sexually experienced and sexual your sex appeal for a woman to like you but you'd be surprised how far truth and sincerity can go Mm, no, I agree. I I absolutely agree with that. And it's also, I think he teared up. I think he, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think when I told him, stop lying to yourself and stop lying to women, and just let women know that you're just inexperienced in this area. Um, you could tell her the backstory. I don't think it's 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 advisable. I wouldn't say tell her. You know, earlier on, you had low self esteem, and it carried on into your adult years. You don't necessarily have to go there. Just say you don't have a tremendous amount of experience in dating because you've pri- prioritized other things. Now, don't be a loser that doesn't have a career. You just sitting at home and you ain't got no experience anywhere. Well, you mm-hmm. could be honest then too, but you know it's not gonna look good. But if you're if you're a guy that committed to your profession or learning a skill set or getting some education, and it, and and for whatever reason you're probably nervous and on top of it busy. Let a woman know I haven't been in the game a long time, but I'm in it now. Yeah, yeah. You'll also get to know whether the person you're dealing with has emotional maturity. Like you'll get to weed out all those people who are emotionally, as soon as you're very truthful, especially when we're truthful about our weaknesses or what we consider our weaknesses, you weed out everybody who who doesn't have emotional maturity, Mm -hmm. who actually Mm -hmm. wants to know you as a human being. Yes. Right? Yeah. Real quick, I think I got a. Do I have another slide? So I showed you the compression shirt. Uh, Man, don't get it twisted. Y'all be trying to do stuff too. And then here's another thing it's like, you know, the hair fibers, you know, they put on fake beards, they put on fake beards, they put on fake hair. Uh, (laughs) I mean, that's a problem too. What you gonna do if you got a shower, man? (laughs) Wait, but with those fibers, can't you shower with those? I thought the way they do them, they're very like, 
Man, you, I mean, I, I don't know about all that, but I, I, I would imagine that if you have fake hair on your head that's just laying there w- with a spray or not, at some point it's going to rub off on your forehead. It's going <laughs> to on her shirt. Gonna be there. Now, now, look, if you just got a fresh haircut and let's just say like on, in this particular area right here, uh, maybe your hair is a little lighter or something. You want to touch it up. Hey, I don't necessarily see a problem with that. That's kind of that's just a little touch up. But in this particular case, this dude's flat out lying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is a flat-out lie. Again, if you got a haircut and you're a little light here or something, and you just want to hit it real quick to make your edges nice and crispy, then 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 cool, because it's not going to be that big of a difference. But in this particular case, this dude, you know, full on full on lying if he's not being honest about that. Yeah, if he's not saying it, if he's not saying what so. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway. I pulled up a few pictures there. That's that's really all I came up with because I think both men and women lie. And, and to and to your point, it's not always just physical. Um, I think people lie about how they about their appearance, but they also lie about who they really are and yeah. and, and, and how advanced they may be or or you know not so advanced. Um, and their intentions. And their intentions. Right. And I think it's so easy, like I was saying earlier, as far as you know, being online, it's so easy to misrepresent your intentions. And, and, and I don't mean intentions necessarily towards another person, but your intentions in life, like what you're really about, like what you really care about, you know, things like that. I think sometimes people, rather than just becoming what they want to be, mm-hmm. they lie about who they are. And it's like, no, be on the, on the path to becoming what it is you want to be. Hundred percent. I always talk about that becoming real quick. Uh, TKO's two dollars. I don't know what the fifty dollars stands for, but thank you so much for that. Um, yeah, and you, and you know, I, I I coach this way too. Um, you know, I made I made I, I used to say becoming a champion. I had a series titled Becoming a Champion. Really, once you decide that you're going to be something, you're no longer really becoming it. You're it, you are becoming it, but you've made becoming almost to me implies. You're you're trying this. Hmm. You've made a decision about anything in life. I'm not going to date women with children. Yeah. I'm not going to date a woman. I'm not going to whatever, whatever uh, stipulation or lifestyle, you know, choice, whatever she has coming along with her. I am not, that is not my preference, and I am not dating that type of woman. Then never never swipe on a woman then that has children. Mm. Never don't even don't even screw them. I mean, I mean, pardon my language, but don't have sex with them either. Then like don't deal with them. There's a tremendous amount of confidence that comes when you finally make a decision on something. Even me, there have been times I wondered what to do with this channel. I honestly don't want to give dating advice anymore. I've given enough dating advice, I've given it from a very unique perspective. All of my uh uh takes have been uh based on real life experience that I, I would say they're very close to being original. It's hard to call anything truly original, but I would say there have been some takes. I, I know for a fact, I don't copy anyone's game. I have no, I don't watch other content creators that are in this space. I have no, I mean, it's because I just don't have that interest to do it. As a matter of fact, I don't want to even hear anything that could possibly derail me from where I want to be. I love where I'm at. And so there's the most confident man or woman is the one who can make a decision and stick to it. Hmm. So if you don't want to date a, a man that behaves a certain way, act, you have to you have to know it right there. I, I'm, I'm not going to date you. Doesn't mean you're wrong. It's I just don't want that. Yeah. Single mothers, love guys don't want to date single mothers. 
if you truly don't want to date a single mother, then don't hit on the baddie with the stroller because she got a fat ass. Like, acknowledge her beauty. She's sexy, but I don't deal with single mothers. If you are someone who's open to dating single mothers, then voice that. Hey, not all single mothers are created equal. There's single mothers that have a different scenario, different situation, and not, they're not all the same. So uh, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. Yeah. You know, I think I think that's where confidence comes in. You make a decision and you stick to it. And that's it. Yeah. I, don't know. I think I think it's harder for I agree. Like it's it is about making that decision, like setting your word and sticking to it. But it's it's really hard if you set your word on, you know, making a rule for yourself. So, you know, people talk about boundaries. I think boundaries are important to set on yourself. But if you make a rule like that single mother rule. You're going to meet exceptions to whatever it is you're you're believing about single mothers. You're going to meet exceptions to that if you're out in the world and meeting people, right? So if you set that rule and then you want to break that rule, it's like you got to understand that maybe the rule in the first place was so generalizing that it limited you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, that's right? true too. That's true maybe too. it's time to yeah. sort of shift. Yeah. Now, if you've had experiences, you're not listening to another content creator who tells you not to date single mothers or not to get married, but you've actually been married. See, I've been married. I could give you the game. If you're leading, if you're leading the relationship start to finish, but she's not some slave of yours, but she's an active participant who could make some choices. Believe it or not, a woman is choosing you every day and a man's choosing you every day. At any given point, a man or a woman could say, I don't like this anymore. I don't like you. I don't like talking to you. I don't, I don't like this, this vibe that we, I, I'm not, and now we could try to fix it, but I don't want to be here no more. I mean, another person can choose that at any given time and you got to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'll never talk a man out of marriage. I, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll let them know what the, what the possibilities are positive and negative. If you're not leading, there's a great chance it's going to end. Mm -hmm. If you're leading, there's still a chance it could end, you know, uh, it's it's more probable though that yeah. it would succeed if you're leading with, with strength, yeah. not not a dictatorship, but strength. Okay, strength. I want you guys to know, not dictatorship, because she'll get tired of that. Yeah. She'll like it for a little bit, and she she's gonna get tired of that shit. So yeah. there has to be a reward in place too. You gotta you gotta treat your women good. You gotta love on them. You gotta make them feel good. You gotta bring the best out in them. You have to understand their emotions. You gotta learn how to. Uh, to sometimes just let them talk and not give them any advice. And then sometimes you got to give them a good solution and say, baby, this is, what, this is what I suggest you do. You go back in there and you do this. And if she's appreciative of you, she's going to go do it and tell you, come back with a great report that, babe, what you told me worked. I'm so thankful for you. I, I, you know, I'm so thankful. That can happen. You can have a wonderful relationship with people, with mm -hmm. a woman. Can it's possible, man? It's very possible. It's very so possible. You have to know who you are, and you have to select <laughs> the right people. And and I will tell you this: all the red flags are there. I, anytime everybody somebody tells me I I didn't see this coming, yes, you did. You mm -hmm. you saw it coming. Yeah. You just excused it. You bypassed it. You didn't want to ruin the moment. Uh, and that's not to say you got to ruin a moment, but you cannot pretend you didn't see that. You heard what you saw. What you discovered, what you learned about that person is real. And in large part, that's probably who they are. Um, if they're not making any real change to get away from a certain behavior or lifestyle, you're not going to change that person. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. And you can't definitely can't go into anything th thinking that you're going to, hoping that you're going to, because if they're not changing, you ain't changing nothing. 
if a woman came to me and said, I want to change my life, I just don't know how, can you can you lead me? Like, this is who you marry, guys, or this is who you engage with, rather. Marriage comes way down the road. It is a risk, but having sex with a woman is a risk. You can get her pregnant. You know, she can get pregnant by you. I mean, having sex is a very risky uh, act. It's an activity that can bring life into existence. I mean, you have to be very responsible with sex. You have to be responsible with drinking, everything. You have to be extremely responsible. And so, uh, and then you also don't know if you're dating. Here's another thing. If you're dating an insecure person, someone who's very insecure, they're going to cheat on you. Yeah. Insecure oh. people cheat. You need to know this right now. And they could bring you a disease. Yeah. And while you think you got some work in progress over here, <laughs> I got a, <laughs> got a work in progress over here. They're in the midst of a change. They ain't changing shit. He's insecure. Yeah. And he's out there, he or she is out there cheating. And they could bring back some funk, funky ass shit into your bed. Mm. That's why you also have to date somebody who's sincere and, and who can admit their weaknesses. I, I'm, I'm weak here, but you know, but uh, but I'm working on it. And they're and they're displaying that they're working on their weaknesses. Yeah. Um you do have to be. I said this during a show the other the other day, last week. I said the best relationships are the ones you could be human in. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, here's the thing, though, too. I feel like a lot of times we get in situations. I mean, I myself included. It's like you get in situations with someone who is uh, very insecure or is not where they want to be or is trying to work to wherever they want to be. And it's also being an awareness that not only can you not fix them, but there's a thing called reverse empathy, right? Mm -hmm. Where you, even if you're not trying to fix them, you feel for them in such a way that you end up compromising yourself, right? Mm -hmm. For that insecurity. Cause it's like, I get it that you're insecure and I feel for you that you're insecure. And so now I'm compromising what I need because I get that you're doing what you're doing cause you're insecure. Yeah, I'm not a proponent or an advocate for a, uh, for don't give a fuck what other people think. Just do what you want to do. Mm. I can't live like that. Yeah. Now, what I mean by that is if I cannot accommodate you, I'll notice it and I won't proceed. Mm. OK, and that's the right thing to do. I, I cannot and I will not accommodate mm. that need of yours. My life's not set up for that. I don't desire to do that. I'm not going to take that need away from you, but I will not accommodate it. Yeah. And I, and, and it ends here. But if you're dealing with it's, it's, I am not for just doing what you want to do. Fuck what everybody else thinks, who, whoever gets hurt in the process, who cares? I do not co-sign that one bit. Mm. I do have a heart and I don't want to hurt women. I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. And, and uh, the first part uh, or how I can reassure myself, I'm not going to hurt anybody is to make sure that I'm true to myself. Yeah. When I'm true to me, I can actually be true to other people. When I'm not true to me, I won't be true to I, I guarantee you, if you're not true to yourself, you will never be true to another. But if you could be true to you, you'll notice the contrast between the two of you and you should not proceed. Yeah. Yeah. You know no, I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a person who is true to themselves will notice the stark contrast. And won't proceed out of respect for self and the other person. I just simply will not proceed. I cannot accommodate this. Um, and I wish you well. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. That's a, I, that's something. I'm gonna throw it to you. I'll let you talk because I've been talking a lot. <laughs> that, is, that is missing tremendously in the dating game and in, 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 uh, and even in relationships and even marriage. Like when you know yourself, then you could be true. You're true to me. I'm true to myself. I could be true to another person. Even being true and not accepting them, like not accepting someone or allowing them in, is being true to them. Yeah. Like, could you imagine if you let somebody in just to disappoint them once you let them in? Yeah. No, just to I set them back further, just to set them back further than where they were. You're better off just to not let them in. Yeah. Yeah. But but lovingly, respectfully. I'm not better than you. We just don't we don't we don't we don't align here. And this is a very um pivotal point. Like proceeding beyond this could be dangerous. It could be it could set you back. It could set me back. Yeah. And I I have to be the mature one. Like men have to start letting women down, letting them go. Like it's always the woman letting a man go. I hear this in the manosphere. Well, 70, 80 percent of divorces are initiated by women because y'all don't do nothing. You don't. Well, men are also prone to complacency, I think, too. Yeah. I feel like men will more often stay in a bad thing as long as they have some sort of routine built. And I think men are better at living a life within a life. Like mm. men, I think, can sort of like, you know, go numb and just allow that for a really long time and maybe cheat to take care of it. Or like you say, cope, find other ways to cope, mm -hmm. but then not go through the hassle of having to go through a divorce and all of that stuff. Whereas I feel like women tend to be, we tend to be less tolerable. Right. So I think that's why I, respect, it's, uh, I made a video the other day. You may have watched it. Uh, women mm -hmm. are ruthless. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> what, what kind of things did you Women say? are ruthless, boy. Uh, um, and I, now let me explain. Uh -huh. if, they, if they want you, they're ruthless in pursuing you and getting you and keeping you. Mm. Or they're ruthless in getting, you, getting rid of you. Women, even if you look at a woman, uh, I got another video. Women are ruthless parents. It ain't the man that's disciplining the children. It's the mother. If you look, it's mainly the mother doing it. <laughs> the man's like, you know, doesn't want to disappoint the kids because we have love in our hearts. I'm not saying women don't have love in their hearts, but women, women have a different motivation to have love in their hearts. I, I, I've experienced, I've seen this. Mm. It's like women are ruthless, in my opinion, across the board, but that's not bad. They're either ruthless in the pursuit of getting something they really want. If a woman wants something, she is not going to stop until she gets that. She won't yeah. stop. And, and, and if she wants you, she ain't going to stop going after you. And if she don't want you, she's ruthless in the retreat from you. Ruthless. And like, I think that's something that um, men, too, have the capability of being. But the, mm -hmm. I, I just think men today have been are soft, man. I, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying all men, but the, women are ruthless. If women mm -hmm. wants you, she's she coming for you, man. She's coming for you. She'll 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 fuck you with a wife. Uh, so excuse my language. YouTube chill. I shouldn't. You know, I gotta be careful. But she will she will engage with you, married or not. She will drive. She will fly to you. She will drive you. She will be in on a conspiracy with you. She'll hide a body for you. She will. She, if a woman is ruthless to have you, <laughs> I'll get. I'm just saying. If a woman is a hundred percent in, she is ruthless to be with you. 
Mm. On the flip side of that coin, if she don't want you, she'll be ruthless in taking you. She'll be ruthless in gaming you, getting all your resources, getting vacation bags, jewelry, all that stuff. And then when she sees there ain't much left, done with you. And but you don't think men do that same thing in their own way yeah, as well? I do think I do think men do that. Yes, yeah. but they got to be ruthless. Mm. It, it, most men are not. I, I I don't see a lot. I think women are more ruthless than men. I would say, <laughs> I would say women are here. Men are here in the ruthless category. They both mm -hmm. have the capability of doing it. They yeah. both, but the men, the women are truly tapped into that ruthlessness. I, it, I think it's survival. I think it's it's in it's in, in embedded in their DNA. I think it's part of their makeup. I think yeah. women are ruthless. It's a survival. It's part of their survival to be ruthless because they don't have the physical strength that men have. So they have to have the psychological warfare. They have to be able to outgame you mentally. They have to emotionally rob you. <laughs> you know, like they have to. It's their way of, of surviving. surviving. Yes. So it's not wrong. I don't think it's wrong. I, I'm it not, just can be un unhealthfully applied. I think it's in a man's best interest to know that that woman is ruthless, ruthless to be with me. And then she's ruthless to get away from me. And if you stay with a woman that's ruthless to outgame you and take you for, for what, everything you got and then just discard you afterwards, that's on you. But if you see a woman is head over heels, ruthless to be with you, that's the woman to go with. You think so? Hell yeah. What you want to go with a lukewarm chick? I'm lukewarm no. about this dude. Like, no. You <laughs> But if we yeah. say if we set up that the woman to go with is the one that's ruthless to be with you, I mean, there's some women that will go to some like really serious, crazy lengths, and it's like, I mean, I I feel like there is a boundary, there's a limit to how much you should chase after someone. I mean, I, first of all, as a woman, I'm not a chaser, so I know we we kind of differ on that on that energy. So there's a boundary to how much you chase oh, after someone. Right, no. Uh, you think so? <laughs> hold on, you got the right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You ain't, you haven't met the right man yet. I'll tell you that right now, and it's never too late. Because if you meet the right man that can that can it can get you at the heart, and get you at the soul and the mind, with no manipulation, it's possible. It's possible to be possible to be so sincere with the right woman that you get her mind, you get her heart, and you get her spirit, her soul. Like she just surrenders to you. That is, but it's not out of coercion. It's you're not out to hurt her. Yeah. You're protecting her, but you're allowing her to be free. You're allowing her to be free with you. That you are going to be relentless in trying to be around that energy. You are. And if you haven't experienced it, you ain't never the right man yet. But I'll say this though: I feel like part of part of feeling that for him is that he doesn't make it hard for me. Like if he makes it hard for me, Tom. Repeat that, please. I, uh, can you repeat I said, that? Part of developing that feeling that you're talking about is that he doesn't make it hard for me. Like, there's something about when a man makes it easy for me <laughs> that I love. Like, if he makes it, and there was a time when I was a lot okay. young. Actually, okay. actually, no. My longest relationship was 13 years, and I consider him to have been the love of my life thus far, right? Mm. And I have to say that he made it so so easy for me. And, and when I was young, we met when I was about 19 or 20. I didn't necessarily value that at first, but the moment he took that away, then all of a sudden I was like, oh, well, wait a second. And then I started to like respect it and value it. And that's how we ended up in a long-term relationship. But Let me ask you a question real quick. Uh, I've made a video on this and I believe it's true. Okay. Depending on where a woman's coming from, 
she generally wants the opposite energy. So if you were with somebody who was bad boyish kind of, you know, um, and, and then once that runs its course and you, and you, you get the clarity you need and you're ready to move on from that, then a giver and a guy who makes it easy is what you want next. Hmm. Generally, you that want, is often the case. Yes, that's often the case that you want the opposite of what you just experienced. Yeah. So what'll happen is once that nice guy who makes it easy for you, that will too plateau. It will. It's gonna plateau too, as you even admitted that you got a little, you took it for granted. And when it took it away, you're like, oh shit, where's my easy motherfucker? So and so that's why I train a man to be in the neutral zone. We're kind of ready to give you love and uh, and everything and then we're also ready to withdraw if, if this is not cohesive and 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 uh and two and two and two-sided and so that's why that's what game that's what game is is being calibrated and knowing that i can't give her everything i can mm -hmm. give her this because i could see she is ready for this but she ain't ready for that mm -hmm. now if i don't give her that and she ain't ready for that i'm giving her too much but then how does a man uh determine whether a woman is ready for that right like is it how much you take it takes a lot of experience you're not going to know this if you're 22 if you've been with one woman a couple women they were all hanky panky little short-term things you don't have enough game yet this takes a lot of time self-awareness also you have to also know what you're not ready for so here's here's the thing if you know your limits you'll know another person's limits mm -hmm. You'll know even when you even like even you'll know I'm not ready for that. Yeah. So then the woman you're dealing with is sometimes not ready for something, even if she shows desire. See, you can exhibit a desire for something, but that's just a feeling. That doesn't mean you give it to her because that desire is going to transition. That desire will fade, fade away. Mm. And so you have to be calibrated enough to know it's like a child. Do we give a child a 10-year-old the drive the keys to the car? Mm. They must go through a, a, a rigorous uh, uh, study of, of the handbook and the driver's course. And even then, they're not even sometimes mature enough to drive a car. But we but we have faith and give them an opportunity. And so it's the same thing with uh, with everything. You're not ready for that. And don't give a woman what she's not ready for. She has to kind of get mentally and emotionally ready for certain experiences. She won't even treasure it unless she is. Well, that's, that's why you could give a woman something that she just said she wanted. I want that. You go run off and get it to her. She don't. Even, now it's the wrong thing. Oh, I didn't even want this. It's like it's because she's not mature enough yet for any of this. Hmm. So you have to know, like, let women talk sometimes. Don't take it from them, but don't give it to them either. <laughs> yeah, but see, you won't know that unless you put yourself, uh, if unless you've kind of handcuffed yourself. Like I think as a man, I'm hearing a little feedback. I don't know if if, if you're hearing that, it could be me. But I don't hear anything. Hmm. I can only hear you. I've handcuffed myself in situations. I'm like, even like with the drinking, I in order to stop drinking, I had to handcuff myself from bars. Hmm. Just because I desired it doesn't mean I should go do it. Yeah. Plus, I made a decision. I'm not drinking. I don't want to be a coach that drinks. I don't want to be a coach that smokes. Yeah. I don't want to be a coach that's promiscuous. I don't want to be a coach that uh, um, puts on a lifestyle that doesn't really correspond with who I am. You're not going to see me on a boat in Miami or no shit like that because I ain't doing that right now. Yeah. You're going to see me, you know, in nature feeding a cat or a bird or something. You're going to see me. That's who I am. I'm not going to lie and say I'm something else. Yeah, yeah. And so... 
I mean, I mean, that's how I spent my set. That's how I spent last night feeding uh, stray cats. Did you? Dark, in the dark. <laughs> but I loved every second of it. I, yeah. I loved every second of it, and it brought me great joy to yeah. know it's been hot out here in the in the Midwest, Chicago land area. It's been hot, and it was it made me feel good to know they will be sustained through the night. I mean, that yeah. that brings me great joy. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I love that animal animal loving. But I still think we have to suss out this whole like chase thing. Cause there was a time where it was just a given, right? That men chase women. And you know, there's the whole biblical take where it's like a man findeth a wife, he findeth a good thing. So it's something that men, you know, are shopping for, right? And then there's the whole what we're what we have today, our culture today, where there's a lot of women who are in masculine energy. And I feel like it's a masculine energy woman who chases. And I've been that woman before. Like I've had a phase, I had a dating phase. It was my dark dating phase mm. where I would chase after people and it never ended the, well. Pardon me one second. Someone said the echo is killing them. Oh. I don't know where that echo is coming from. Right? I don't hear any echo. I have z uh, zero noise in here. There's nothing open on my end. It's possible you hear uh, Candace's birds chirping and you're interpreting that as some sort of echo. <laughs> I have birds outside. Okay. Continue, please. Uh, close uh, the window? Go, go ahead and close it and let's see if that improves things. They're still there, but keep it closed for now if you don't mind. Let's see if that helps. I have another window, too. Just close it for now. Mm -hmm. Real quick, I want I want Candace to continue with her. Oh, her so yeah, it, that whole Maxwell, Maxwell Garcia, real quick, ten dollars. Thank you so much. I learned the this the harder way. You just confirmed the reality that smacked me in my face. Much appreciation, Coach. My pleasure. Thank you so much. So yeah, that, I mean that was it. Just this whole dynamic of like who's supposed to chase who. I feel like it's still very much in the up in the air, and I feel like that's why we struggle in the whole dating game. It's like, who's actually supposed to be the pursuer? And what does it actually mean to be the pursuer? Like, if you're a woman, I feel like it's, I was in my masculine energy when I chased. When I would be like, if, if there's nothing going on, I'm going to initiate it. All right, I haven't heard from him. Let me call him. I, you know, I'm hoping to see him. So, like, let me reach out. Let me send a text. Let me do whatever. That was let me, me, let me mute. I want you to continue talking. I'm going to okay. mute my, my, my side and let us, let, let, let's find out. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, so I don't know what I'll say it again. <laughs> I feel like it's a masculine, it, you're a, a masculine energy woman when you're chasing after a man. And I feel like it, you know, we both choose. Right. And I feel like the way that men choose often it's first visual and then, you know, we'll get to know you and see if, if you bring them peace, bring them the things they're looking for. And the way that women choose is that, if they're in their feminine energy, not their masculine energy, it's at first, like, how do I feel when I'm with this person, right? Feminine energy is all about feeling. It's all about emotion. It's all about, do I feel like my emotions can be healthy if I'm in my feminine energy? If I'm in my masculine energy, is does he look good, right? Should I give him my number? Should I get his number? Should I shoot my shot? I don't think women should be shooting their shot. Okay, uh, um, I like that. I, I respect that. Yeah, I think both people should know what they want and should be vocal 
and um, action oriented in the pursuit of that when they find it. Mm. So I think if a woman wants a man and knows exactly the type of man and she discovers that man, she attracts that man and she tells him, I do hear that. I do. I do have, you want me to close the other window? No, it's, I think it's something uh, going on here. Uh, I have another bird chirping. <laughs> I'm going to switch earbuds real quick. I'm going to see if that helps, but uh, there is some, something going on here. I don't have another. Uh, let me do this real quick. I do apologize. I know it's hard to listen to a broadcast when there's feedback. Generally, this is not the case, but something's going on. So I think both people that are intentional with what they want, and if you discover that, you have that conversation and say, I'm not, I'm not a needy person, but I like you a lot, and I want you. I, I want, I'm letting you know right now I want you. And then as you stated earlier, now you're you're able to gauge the immaturity and the emotional intelligence. Yeah. If, if a man, if 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 a man, if a woman were to tell me, "I want you," I'm not a needy woman, but I want you. I've been waiting for a man like you, and I and I feel blessed to have found you. I feel blessed to have attracted you, and uh, I, I I'm gonna be pursuing you. Is that is that okay with you? Is that okay with you that I pursue you? Is that okay with you that I give you my love? Is it okay that I give you my my time is that okay with you and if the man says that's more than okay with me because i want you as well now you're fine yeah now you're good if a man's like cheating on his girl or something he's like oh wait a minute i don't know about all that you know, <laughs> like, you know things like there i think both people have to be okay with telling the damn truth to that to someone you look I'm not, yeah. I'm not a needy guy I'm not a needy guy, but if, you know, if I was out here in a dating game and I met somebody that, that, that was exhibiting something, I'm going to say, listen, I'm not a man with a lot of extra time. Yeah. I'm talking hypothetical here. I'm, I'm not a man with a lot of extra time and I don't dabble with things that don't bring me joy. When I'm with you. I, 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 there's something different going on here. And I, and I'm, I would like to invite you into my life. Mm. I would like you to come in and see and take a look around and i want to give you experiences that uh i hear some kids or something yeah they're in the hall it, everything's good the birds the kids <laughs> and tucker's gonna start barking in a minute i was like, I was like you sure your name ain't shamika no all right i'll just play <laughs> so i think i think you gotta keep it real with people man a woman's laying back in the cut like come get me and then he finds out you ain't shit could you imagine if you if you if you're with a woman who's like i don't i think it's masculine to pursue i i shouldn't say that because it almost sounded like i was being disrespectful to you and i'm not but could you imagine if a woman does carry that mindset but then when you get her you're like yo that's all i got <laughs> i pursued you and this all i'm getting this ain't shit. <laughs> so, so, and so, and so what I'm saying is I think both people have to have that knowing of self. Uh -huh. And when you see that, whatever that is, be sincere about it. Yeah. Don't, don't be lovey dovey. There's a difference between being lovey dovey and falling into an emotion and, and, and not, not having any kind of logic present, have logic present, but you also have, you cannot ignore 
what you're feeling for this person. You cannot ignore that. And so the best way and the fastest way to find out if there is reciprocal energy is to say it like, look, I'm not a, like me. If I was if I again, if I was on the dating game, SNO is not around. And, and, I, and I'm out in the world or whatever <laughs> and I get and I and I, and I attract a woman. I, I'm go, I would say, listen, this is not me. I'm not a thirsty man. I'm not a needy man. I'm a very happy, happy, self-sufficient man. But there is something about when you and I unite that that uh, is it's a it's a fire. It's a fire going on. Yeah. And I want to investigate that fire. And I want you to I want to invite you into my space. Would you like to come in? Would you like to come in and, uh, and and be with me in this situation? Would you like to experience me in the realest way? Maybe you've ever experienced anybody. Would you like that? And if she's like, I've been waiting for you. Now we're both pursuing. Now we're both keeping it real. Okay. So now, now that you've illustrated it that way, that is, that gives me a whole different framing of pursuit. Yes. Because when I think about pursuit, I think about the chase. Right. Like you're the one initiating, you're the one making it happen. I feel like there there is something to be said for the reassurance that you're not just the only one feeling the way that you're feeling. And like you said, sharing your your emotions, honestly, that I'm on board for. A hundred percent. Well, and, 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 and so what I'm saying, it's not weakness. As a matter of fact, it's strength. It's strength recognizing yeah. something that is that appears to be right now. It may not still may not be right. But it's worth investigating. It's worth giving you your 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 time, attention. It's worth it, man. Yeah. And and so that's how you find that one. That's how you find that one. They say, where's the one? The one starts here, knowing this, and then now since you know this, you can recognize that. And then now that you've recognized that, you extend a beautiful invitation for a rendezvous and time and openness and all yeah. that yeah. i truly do believe it's possible in the world and maybe that's one of my last purposes here maybe to let people know it's possible and let people experience that because it's true it can happen it starts with the self and then it's going to happen outside but if you're just sitting on a, on a on a tree stump waiting for somebody to come get you i yeah. mean there, it's not going to happen that way it's not going to happen for men it ain't going to happen for women yeah, no, I think the way that you illustrated it makes it make a lot more sense. I think a lot of times, you know, when we talk about the concept of being a challenge and being pursued, it's it's that. It's like, you know, am I calling? Am I texting? Am I initiating, you know, all of the interaction? But the way that you're explaining it, that does make sense, that both people are very upfront about their interest and their engagement in it. And and, mo and, and, and SNO, shout out to you. Uh, I called it tennis. You guys got to play tennis. That's what that's yeah. what it is. It's, it, it, otherwise, it's just racquetball, and you're hitting the ball against the wall, hoping yeah. somebody's gonna come in and hit it with you. And it's not. That's not how it works. Thank you, SNO. It, it is. It is tennis. It, it is. It, I called it tennis, and um, there was some. Oh, when people are lying, that's when you're gonna see an invitation. If I were to extend that very sincere invitation into a woman, I wouldn't do it knowing I can't back it up. Mm, yeah. And so if somebody can't participate, you'll see the hesitation. Yeah. You'll see nervousness. But if somebody's been waiting on that invitation and they're going to say, man, I've had women cry being with me. I've had women cry in thankfulness that they met me. Yeah. Like until you experience that as a man, someone, a woman feeling 
grateful for you and I'm and crying, like not crying out of sadness, crying out of joy. I, I, you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and a woman won't know what I'm talking about either if she's never met a man that she felt like a sense of relief when she met, not so she get her rent paid, not because she's uh, inept and in, 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 in a desperation phase, but it's it's really the opposite. It's like she met what she been what she been waiting on. Yeah. And I think you need to pursue that. I think you need to, whether it lasts a month, I still think you need to pursue that. I do. Yeah. And it may and it may last a lifetime. It may. Hmm. No, I hear you. I hear you. I can appreciate that. No, I I, I like the way you it's, you illustrated pursuit. Thank you. <laughs> uh, guys, nobody's coming in. We'll give it we'll give it 10 minutes. If not, we'll stop the show. Right. And we'll move forward. Uh, do you have any questions for me, Candace? You want to ask me anything? Well, I don't have any major questions. I did sort of uh, find this list from traditionaldatingclub.com that talks about how to avoid being catfished, like just some pointers for how you can kind of I mean, I think the way, you know, what you were talking about earlier when it comes to authenticity and, and how you present yourself and knowing yourself and, you know, being really uh, candid about who you are is a good prevention for being catfished to begin with. Right. Yeah. But um, I did find this article that just gives like little tips and pointers. OK. For how you can logistically do it. So the one thing they say, which I think is really smart in this day and age, because we have it is use Google, not just so their social media, but Google image search is a really good tool for people to have. If you meet somebody online and you're like, you know, I'm wondering, I, I feel like this is somebody who might be not telling me the truth. And you feel like you're someone who's being very authentic, but they might sound a little too good to be true, doing things like using Google image search along with whatever. So, and I do think that it's important in this day and age that everybody search people on social media. Right. Not saying that everybody who's who's, you know, let's say you meet someone who's really a scammer or really up to no good. They might not have a whole lot of social media. But I think that with in this dating age, it's it's kind of like the new, um, you know, it's like if, back in the day, if you would have had to hire a private eye, it's all done for you. Right. You don't have to like <laughs> fully bet. If you're thinking about you want to have a relationship with somebody, I think you should kind of know what they look like online or how they're showing up online. Um, and then like you were saying, the ask to meet the video call. Mm. And I think sometimes we get so hyped up on, maybe maybe not men as much as women, but we get so excited and hyped up on the little details we know and then filling in the rest of the story and having so much hope about someone that we don't wanna take those steps to really just find out before you get too emotionally involved. But I, I agree with you about meet that person as quickly as you can. Just like if you were sitting somewhere and they walked up to you, the faster you meet them, the more information that you're going to have as far as the road that you're going to go down. Because what we do as humans, we fill in the story when we don't know the whole story. Mm -hmm. that's so, true. Right. In order to avoid that. I, yeah. So that's I see, yeah. I see mm -hmm. Terrence in the background. We'll bring him on momentarily. But uh, I agree with that. I yeah, do agree with that. Um, one of two things usually happens. Uh, uh, when you meet someone, it's kind of a blind date kind of thing, a match, and you don't do You either are pleasantly surprised that she's prettier than you expected or she's not. 
Yeah. Or he's not. He either underwhelms you or overwhelms you. Uh, and then the other thing, too, is sometimes they might not be as pretty, but their behavior is so beautiful that they become more attractive. Um, but I do think it's important that you specify that um, a, a FaceTime or video call uh, will happen before a meetup. You could even put that in the bio. I mean, I, 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 I'm not against that. You got to sample things out. You know, you got to say, uh, you know, looking forward to meeting someone to enjoy summer nights with uh, the summer nights. Um, a video call or, uh, will take place prior to meeting, uh, but uh, I look forward. I look forward to our time together. Whatever you know, however you want to word it. I, I'm very good at these things, and um, but I, I don't even mind that you put that you know in your bio because so so. Yeah, are you going to get less matches? Yeah, you you probably will get less matches, but the ones you get a match with might appreciate what you said and might be might have been looking for a man that could, she can do that with. Yeah. And be surprised. Like, oh, I love that you that you wanted to talk first. And and part of the talking too isn't just to make sure that she she is who she says she is and he is, but it's also to kind of get a vibe. How does this person co uh, communicate? Yeah. Um, because you could get a good feel of someone that they might you, know, you might get that gut feeling is something's off here. Yeah, and you should and you should respond to that. You should not ignore that. Um, and also keep keep first dates. <laughs> if you're talking to me, I mean we're going five minutes from my place, but you know somebody might say that that's unfair. You know you made somebody drive sixty miles to come to you well it's not unfair because once you come to me i got it from there but mm -hmm. you're coming to me mm -hmm. and so that's the way it's gonna be um and a woman that's into me is gonna like coming to me and a woman that's on her high horse for some reason she's gonna lose out on a, a beautiful experience but let me bring in terrence real quick terrence welcome oh hey Hi, how you doing? hello hello how y'all doing good i'm doing good how about yourself <laughs> you can properly see me right like everything's here you can hear me i'm outside right now so i just want to make sure i can see you what's your age okay. what's your age terrence what's your age terrence Damn. um take a guess i say 22 22 oh wow bro damn okay i got it that's that's good <laughs> i'm 25 okay i wanted to make sure yeah, you i'm 25 i turned to consult you because you do look you do look oh young. okay all right that, you were not underage okay that makes a whole lot of sense yeah i'm, I'm 25 i was born in 96 excellent um, what can so, we do for you well i i have a question for you my man um essentially i have been talking to someone who i really like and i i do want to pursue and she's been pursuing me as well she's been putting in I can tell that she's been putting in a lot of work in order to you know like hang out go on dates talk um and it's something that I'm not usually used to as a guy because I'm usually the pursuer in the situation but she has been putting in all this work um but the thing that I notice is that when uh we get in, we when we get into a certain point of intimacy she tends to pull back and the main reason why I'm, I'm asking like how to deal with that situation is because I have dated a plethora of people who are very complex in a way. They'll come in, show all this love, but then pull back when it seems like things are getting like too intimate, like too close, I guess too fast, or maybe uh, 
they've gone through a lot of things. So when they're starting to get too close to a person, they don't, um, they tend to like fall back or go into old habits and be uncomfortable. Um, so the main reason why I'm here asking you about this, because I can tell that you're, you know, a very lavish person. You can handle yourself. You have experience about, uh, I'm saying like a lot of things. So I'm here to just talk about the situation and kind of just work through it in my head. Okay. Well, um, I'll start here. Um, I don't okay. recommend that you ask people to guess how old you are. Uh, uh, somebody alluded in the, okay. in the chat room that is something kind of a woman does. Uh, I wasn't going to okay. answer that question, by the way. I just wasn't going to answer that question. Uh, but I, okay. my, because, and here's why I wasn't going to answer it. Here's why. And this ties into my answer. Because my main objective was to determine that you are uh, eligible to speak to us based on your age, that it's, it's legally okay for us to talk to you. So my, I wasn't concerned about your age outside of that. So I wasn't concerned to answer your question about guessing your age. And so if I were to have detoured from what I, what I wanted to do, then I would have lost my emphasis and my objective. Mm -hmm. You understand? And, that, and that's where I showed yes, the masculinity. I displayed the masculinity right there. You could have asked yes, me anything you wanted to ask me, and I was not detouring from what I wanted to ask you and the purpose for me asking you. Okay. So when you're dealing with a woman, if she's mm -hmm. love bombing you and giving you all this attention just so she could back off, you've allowed her to give you that energy, right? You allowed her to display that toward you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So that tells me that maybe you weren't kind of guiding the process. For example, if a woman were to love bomb me early on, I would let her know, hey, chill. Mm. You, you need to chill on that. We, we're, not, we're not there yet. Mm -hmm. Chill. I know this is fun. It's exciting. Pace yourself. Mm. You know what that's going to okay. do for a woman? She's either going to respect me and, or she's going to run from me. In any case, I'm cool. Because I'm letting her know what the what the deal is. Mm -hmm. Pace yourself. That I don't like gifts and all that shit in the first week and all too much. What are oh, you overcompensating yeah. for a chill? Now again, if it's a small gesture, if it's a small gesture, and I can tell it's coming from a, a good place, then I, I will graciously receive her her affection and her gift. But you know when something's coming out of a place of Ego? I don't want to call it scarcity, but ego, scarcity, uh, mm -hmm. running game, you know, mm -hmm. at some point you're going to feel it like something's off here. And so what right. you need to do as a man is you always need to be calibrated and you need to guide things. And so, again, to the point I wanted to illustrate, and I'll throw it to Candace. I asked you right away what your age was mm -hmm. after giving you a formal, respective, a respectful greeting. Mm hmm. I was not going to guess your age because that is not my concern. My concern is, are you, are you of aid consulted by Candace and myself? Okay. And okay. so moving forward, you need to have that kind of energy, that kind of objective. Why am I dealing with you? Does it make sense for us to deal with each other? If she's mm -hmm. presenting an, an, an energy that is uh, compulsive or, or uh, mm. uh, uh, overbearing, and then you notice mm. she backs off, she does not qualify for your time anymore because she's inconsistent. Okay. And you may have allowed too much to begin with. There is a pace that must take place at the beginning of connections and relationships. There, there is a pace. And it, and it is gradual how you escalate things. It is gradual. Okay. That makes a whole lot of sense. 
Candace? Well, I also think Terrence, you're you're pointing to the the that's the type of thing that I was talking about earlier when it comes to how a woman can be in her masculine energy pursuing. So mm. if you feel like you're meeting these women and they're doing the hard chase. Mm -hmm. And like Cochio said, love bombing you, I feel like mm -hmm. that's that's what's happening. And I think that's why you're uncomfortable with it. Unless you're comfortable mm. with being in feminine energy. And there are men that are. Mm. And it feels like the woman's trying to lead you into something. So then when you do give into it, if she then turns around, I mean, she's she's trying to control the situation. Now, she might be backing off because maybe she's not ready sexually or, you know, maybe she decides she's not attracted. Not that you're not an attractive guy, but sometimes there's a last minute mind change. But she's taking mm -hmm. masculine mm -hmm. control. Let's let's I have to interject for a second. Let's let's be let's not insult our our our, uh, our panel guests. Let's not assume he's bi or anything. I don't know if that's what you're doing here, but please tread with caution with these comments. Uh, this is a young man who's looking for uh, advice. So uh, please be respectful. Continue, Candice, please. Yeah, so I think that that might be what's coming up. And and I, I agree with Coach Yu in the sense that it, it is about communication. Just saying, like, mm -hmm. put it down. You know, if you really would like for us to go out, don't chase after me. Like, that. that's what I was talking about, Coach Yu. That idea of, that was the idea of pursuit that I had. Like, when you actually mm -hmm. are, are forcefully trying to get someone to go out with you. I feel like that's something that it's not healthy for women to do. And it's okay to say that you're uncomfortable with it. I, I don't sense, though, that that is what I was describing earlier, the kind of pursuit that comes from a healthy place. Yeah. Now, you could be pursued from a, a, a dysfunctional place. You can pursue from a dysfunctional place, and you can receive a dysfunctional person's energy. And so that's not what I was describing. I was talking about two people that are not thirsty, not needy, but they found something special, and they don't want to let it get away. And it is a, it is a proper... Um, a proper amount of affection. It, it's not done from a place of need or desperation. It's from a place of uh, wanting and desire. And I think, I think, that, I think there's a two different things. But that was a great uh, point, uh, Candice. But uh, I'll ask you this, and we got to throw it to the next person. Then we're gonna close out unless someone comes through. But what? Mm -hmm. um, you, you too have to also learn how to accept a woman's affection. Do you know how to receive a woman's affection? Do you think you're worthy of a woman's uh, affection? And do you know how I to do. reciprocate affection? Do you know how to be affectionate to a woman when she's being affectionate to you? Because you know what, you know what the worst thing you could do is when a woman is pursuing you, and you're you either don't know what to do next, or you're pretending to to to, to stand back. It, with hoping she'll uh, over pursue again, which is quite feminine. And so, no, we, okay. no, that's right, not something that sure. I do. Okay. Yeah. That's not something that I do. Um, it's, it's the way you described it before as in when you're playing tennis, like you try and hit everything back and forth. So when she would make a pursuit for me, I would also, you know, reciprocate everything as well. I would reciprocate that same energy. I want you to also concentrate on leading a little bit better. I, th I think I think you're, and I don't expect you to be a great leader at your age. I don't expect it. Do you live alone? Yes, I do. You live alone. What do you do for a living? I'm a machinist. It's a trade. OK, congratulations for your age. You Thank are you. Uh, you are prospering and uh, I like to see that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Sure. Sure. And so just learn how to, uh, you know, uh, identify 
uh, indicators that could be coming from dysfunction. So you have to kind of recognize, is this, is this energy coming from a dysfunction? And you'll be able to feel that. Is this coming from dysfunction or is this coming from someone who is genuinely wants my time and wants to be with me? And if you can learn how to um, discern the, the difference, you'll be really good out here in the dating game at, at, at selecting, at attracting and selecting what it is you truly want. Okay. Yeah, I, I would definitely take that advice. Thank you. Cool, man. Anything uh, you want to add before we go on? Uh, you want to say anything to Candace? Um, not necessarily. Um, I mainly came in to get, uh, I know this is like for to get a female view and a male view, but I mainly wanted to gain your perspective on it. Um, but I, I do, no, I do appreciate you, Candice, and um, explaining your side of the story and um, giving your advice in that way. Um, but with everything else, no, I think you, I think you marked it right on the money. I think that you trying to show that there can be um, two sides of the same coin it was really helpful advice, and I'll continue and just take that forward. So yeah, yeah just I'm remember that life life is an exchange. It's it's a constant exchange, constant. It is constant. You're exchanging with oxygen. Every second, <laughs> I mean, your lungs right. are exchanging with oxygen. It is, it, life is a constant exchange, and so, um, mm -hmm. although I although I do emphasize the man leading, you also have to be courteous to women. You have you you have to be courteous to women. I'm telling you right now, be courteous to women. Um, when I say that a woman has to come to me, I'm being courteous to the woman because if she does that, I got her tenfold because of that. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? She's bringing me a sacrifice, and I'm going to reward that sacrifice. You understand? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it comes mm -hmm. from a good place. Trust me. No, I do. It comes from a good place. All right. And uh, you can always tell when it comes from a good place. Yes. Yes. So I don't want to create monsters out of men. I think you do have to be courteous to women. Um, you need to stand on what you know is most important for this for the time, but also have consideration that she mm -hmm. also has emotions and you learn how to help her work through those emotions. That's a man's job too, is help her work through some of those emotions. Women sometimes sit with emotions for years, man. And they're like reacting <laughs> and re out of those out of emotional places. And part of a man's mm -hmm. job, if, if you're gonna, if she's gonna be the one with you, if she's not, I'm not saying to do this with every single mm. woman, but there still has to be, even mm. within a casual situation, that you're you're learning the woman's emotions and you're making her feel comfortable mm -hmm. and safe to express herself. This is very important with men. You have mm -hmm. to allow women the the space for expression and and, and without judgment, because here's what's gonna happen. She's gonna see on her own that that wasn't wise or she will see on her own that that was wise mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it all leads into this large circle of life that we're into i mean if you're in a relationship with someone and you don't allow them to express themselves or express their feelings and you know kind of keep everything bottled up you're just gonna run into problems in your relationship all the time my mother always used to tell me from one of the things of like, you know, plenty of relationship advice, but she would always say to when you're dating a person, especially if you want to continue dating them and like maybe put a ring on it, you ha always have to consider their feelings and look how they act throughout the seasons. 
because as they as people move through life a lot of things change things change all the time right so as they move through those changes their perspective and their feelings are always going to change as well people are very complex they're not always the same yeah. Um, so this goes to that was very good advice by your grandmother. Uh, believe it or not, it was, it was very wise of her. Uh, she clearly lived a full life to be able to tell you that. And so uh, the other thing too is, um, I made a video the other day talking about don't make emotional decisions. And so because you have to allow that, you ever you ever went to bed angry and woke up with clarity and a sense of peace. And imagine if you made a big decision yeah, during like, that moment. During that moment, you just burned a bridge and cut somebody out. Now, we're not perfect. We learn. Hopefully, we learn as we go along through these experiences. That's why I say if you can learn mm -hmm. from a, a, a moment that's not too flattering, if you can learn from it and not repeat mm -hmm. it, then you're good. Mm -hmm. But if you keep making, making unflattering decisions, you're not good. And you're not good. Not yeah, good. That, that is okay. a clear indicator. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. You're very, you're very uh, wise for your young age. Uh, you respond well. Thank you. So, uh, thanks for your time. Thanks for joining us. We're gonna go to Emerald real quick, and then we're gonna close out. Thank you. To come Bye. In real fast. Have a good one. Take Appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Polite young man. I love him. I love Terry. He's heading places. <laughs> yeah. E, what's going on, brother? What up, squad? How y'all <laughs> Chilling, bro. What's happening? Man, you know, uh, another day in paradise. Another day in paradise. Good to see you. What would you like to add uh, to the discussion? Yeah, man. Um, I was contemplating if I was going to join or not, uh, but the, the last guy, Mr. Terrence, he, he stepped on, so um, I, I decided to go ahead and get up in here um but basically i have that same issue you was like terrence how old are you man i got the same issue i still got the baby face man so um i wanted to get you guys perspective don't worry, don't worry keep living you'll look older yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm i'm not in any rush to start looking old or anything oh, like well, that, I man. Young for my age too. I, I looked young for my age too, but uh, don't worry. Hit 41, 42. Uh, you'll be trying to look young again. <laughs> yeah, man. I was just wondering, you know, with all the uh, ladies, you know, uh, you approach in your looking young stage, even though I'm old as a mug, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 got, I got plenty of life experience and my hairline going back and all that. You know what I'm saying? Even with all of that, man, how how do you suggest um I combat that? You know, when the when all the women are like, "You're a baby. You look like a baby. You blah 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 blah." That's so. How do you suggest I come about that, man? Well, I mean, are you trying to get at some grandmothers or what? You trying to get at some grandmothers? Say say that again. You trying to get at some grandmothers, man? They pinching your cheeks. Oh man. No, no, no. I'm trying to stay, you know, I like the cougars and all that. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, I'm trying to stay, I'm trying to stay in my I, age I range. Uh, I'll, throw, I'll throw it to Candace because I want to get her opinion. Uh, but I think it's your demeanor that <laughs> that is causing this reaction. Um, it, 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 because you could look at somebody who looks young and but then become inquisitive to learn more about them. And if you are very mature and and stationed, 
as a man, like you, you know yourself. And for example, you have a dress uh, shirt on that says hustler on it. Uh, that would indicate youth potentially. And so right, right. if you, if you had on a, a blue blazer with a white collar shirt, such as my fine ass self, if you would have done that and, and like, and you smiled like that, like you're smiling right now. Now, if you were in a collared shirt and you were portraying yourself in a more centered way, that may not be the objection. So I have a feeling it's your behavior and your presentation that might be contributing to these uh, comments you're getting. Gotcha. You never said, Emerald, are you getting these comments with rejection or how are they saying it? Like condescension? Is it rejection? Like, what is it looking like? It, I mean, yeah, it kind of is. It's like, uh, I mean, you're cute and all, but you know, you just look like a baby, you know, I just, and I, I understand, I get it. You know, I'm a small frame dude, you know, with a baby face, so I get it. But yeah. uh, I, I'm, I'm just like, do you, do you think I should just focus on like uh, younger girls or, you know, like EO said, probably dress more mature and carry myself more centered and things like that. I but do, what would you I think? Uh, I'm, uh, Candace, you mind if I say one last thing? Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. I don't want to disrespect your time. Uh, you do need to bulk up. You do need to get some muscle on you because when a woman sees that, she sees security, protection. There's a lot of different primal things that go on inside a wom uh, woman when she sees mass. I'm not saying you got to be fucking a bodybuilder, but I'm, I'm saying you do have to have some muscularity to you. And you should wear clothes that accentuate that, not not in a feminine way, of course, but but you should wear clothes that where the woman could see, OK, if I'm walking with this dude, he could protect me. He could probably throw down in the bedroom, too. You know, a woman is going to think that, you know, if if you're sitting there looking like Chris Rock, there ain't much Chris Rock can do. You know, I mean, and I could be wrong. I, and he could surprise a few. But, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, 1990s Chris Rock, I mean, there wasn't much that man can do if a woman was judging him based on appearance. So. Uh, now, how you can overcome that is through mouthpiece and 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 understanding her. Say, well, I do look young, but I could promise you, um, you know, there's a lot of maturity here. Yeah. And so you know, you notice that right there is going to that's going to kill that commerce. That's done now. <laughs> so now you got to build on the next thing. She might say, oh, yeah, such as or or you could say, you know, and you're welcome to to experience that if you'd like. Now you're leading it again. Now you're leading it. She, she was trying to lead it with a comment, whether playful or condescending, but then you overcame it with accepting or understanding that that's how you might be perceived, but you uh, reassured her that there's more there. Right. Yeah. Can't, also, if you're feeling it as an insecurity, then anybody noticing it is going to take you down. But if you are feeling it as an asset, like I'm a young looking dude, that's right. It makes me sexy. Right, like right. if you feel it like that, right, then right. then someone can make a comment. They can try, but if you feel good about it, it's not going to affect you that way. And they're going to be uh, shifted by that. Like you try to make fun of somebody about something, and they're like, you know, I own it. That's the best thing about me. All of a sudden, right. you and you're like, oh, I can't make fun of you about that anymore. What? By the way, Emerald, I want to ask you. You haven't put your hands on anyone, have you? Since we last talked, because I know last time you said something about you put your hands on somebody. You've been good about that. What you What you mean? Uh, remember last time you came on? I don't know how long ago, like a month or so. You said you had a little, you had to do a little push. 
do a little oh 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 that 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 way no 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 it's been all Casanova energy okay uh, recently you know no 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 physical uh belts with, with, yeah with any of our strong women out here no physical Good. belts recently yeah. but uh yeah like I own it I own my youthful look I love it and um i have no shame about it it's just you know i was i'll see if uh i could gain some extra tips as to you know um getting past that barrier with some women you know not Man, all was, women I was, really I was, care uh, i was screwing women at 21 bro that were 40. yeah <laughs> and i looked young i didn't have no beard no beard yet I had a little bit of stuff. I remember how my beard just came in all of a sudden. It just came in. It was the weirdest thing in the world. I was like trying to hold <laughs> on to a little bit of hair right here and a little mustache. But there were women that wanted me. They wanted me for my personality. They wanted me for my swagger. And they, they a, a young looking EO, as many have seen on my Instagram. If you follow me, I got pictures of me 21. I looked young, but I was fit. Mm -hmm. I was, I was working out and I, and I, wasn't trying and I, I didn't really care what they thought about i mean i never really received that they would ask me like how old are you i was like old enough to take care of that you know and uh and then that was it <laughs> you know okay old enough to take care of that i'll tell you right now you can go you and, and deal, at all times you can go deal with them old wrinkly balls if you want to you can get a small <laughs> young ball youtube show so uh you know you can go deal with that old wrinkly if you want go ahead but uh you know if you want you want to get a shot at this you better you know you better shape it up and it's those little things those little things that transition a, a, a completely she could have an opinion of you and that right there will turn her whole opinion of you yeah that's right. That's right. Real quick, four ninety nine RJ. How do you give those primal protection feelings off as a short five six dude? I feel like getting buff at that height looks like a try hard. It doesn't look try hard at all, bro. I, I, my girl calls me a warrior, a barbarian, dude. I'm 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 five seven. I don't even know if you know that, Ken. I'm five foot seven. Are you? Yeah, I'm five. You ain't gonna. Uh, did you know it? <laughs> I, I didn't know it. Shit, you think I'm six five sitting here with this level of, of confidence, but. It's never ever been a problem. I've had taller women, five ten, pursuing me, long-legged model chicks pursuing me. So it's never if it's as Candace alluded to, which is truth. If you don't like you, they ain't gonna like you. If you're if you're on the fence, they're on the fence. But if you're over here like, yo, this is dope right here. This is the this is dope. This is a once in a lifetime kind of opportunity. You know, get with the program. Lose that zero, get with the hero. Remember, remember uh, the vanilla ice line. <laughs> anyway, um, you gotta have swag, man. I've never had a woman, and I'm five seven, but you know, hairy chested man looking motherfucker. But anyway, uh, you know, don't don't remove your masculinity. You you got chest hair, keep it. You know, um, dudes are like shaving their arms now and shit, like. <laughs> You're removing your masculinity, man. Like, be a man, be a man, man. Be a man in an era where men, uh, masculinity is is uh, endangered. Uh, bring the right. man. Back. You think it is? You think it's endangered? Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely, it is. One hundred percent. It's on the endangered species list. What well, makes you feel like it's endangered, though? <laughs> 
Well, part of it is just it, it's it's programming. It is it is it's uh it, it, it feminism. Although I, that's not part of my reality, uh, I will tell. I know that's that's a hard that's hard for people. It's like EO acts like feminism doesn't exist. It's not part of my reality. Mm-hmm. And feminism isn't all bad either. If some of some feminism is was good for women and it's good for the 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 dynamic altogether. Um, like I said, in the fifties, you got women because. They had no choice. It was what they did. But you you fast forward ladies from the 50s, you put them in a time warp to 2022. They ain't marrying you like that. Yeah. You're great. They're not marrying you like that because they have they could now make a choice on you. They 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 now have choices, yeah. more choices. But do you think now- that puts masculinity in danger? Because I feel like no, healthy masculinity. No. no, I actually think that that should bring the masculinity out. Yeah. But unfortunately, men are looking at it as let's abolish femininity. Let's get rid of all the feminists. I mean, that has nothing to do with me. Let her express herself. Let her get some options. Let her figure life out. Let her go to work. Let her go make a living. That ain't got nothing to do with what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and if we collide and and and, and uh, you bring me what I'm looking for, I bring you what you're looking for. We're cool. I could take a feminist right now. As a matter of fact, <laughs> SNO was was a, was kind of a feminist when we met. Yeah. Oh, she was, and that you, yeah. you reformed her. And uh, I let her know that um, I'm leading. Mm. You're following. I got this. And and she, as a matter of fact, the first time I smashed her, I, <laughs> I don't mean to put our business on front. I'm no, hey, whatever. I'm gonna say what I said. SNO, how are you dealing with? It? Hold on. <laughs> Look, even she said YouTube chill. Mm-hmm. Um, first time, first time I smashed her. She wore a, a shirt because she she sometimes she came from a concert that night, and we planned it. I told her pack a bag on the way back. Come through. You might stay the morning. You know, if if I let a woman stay, it's because it makes sense for her to stay. But mm-hmm. dudes today let women stay because they just want a woman next to them. If, if there's a lot of travel involved then having a woman have, pack an overnight bag, it makes sense because there's a lot of traveling involved. Like I said, uh, I, you know, if a woman's driving 70 miles, 60 miles, whatever, to come be with you, y- you can then have make a courtesy to have her stay with you into morning. But if she lives a uh, hop, skip, and a jump away from your crib, send that motherfucker home, okay? <laughs> send her home. I, look at Candace. I know, I know. But worst thing you could do is let a woman uh, stay overnight, right? I mean, you shouldn't do that right away. You got to earn that. Well, not right uh, Anyway. Anyway, um, she wore a shirt to the concert and it said feminist AF. Mm. Feminist as fuck. Mm-hmm. And when she showed up, I said, never wore that shirt around me again. Oh. And she didn't. Mm. And I later taught her that some of that, some of those talking points is, is, is not beneficial to her. Mm. And whatever was, I allowed it. So there's parts of feminism that is good for the woman and good for the man, actually. It's good. But what she's buying into that is not beneficial to herself or to a man, you have to introduce that to her in a way that she can understand and digest. And I told her, I said, that shirt right there, don't ever wear that again in front of me. She never wore it. She took it right off. She was going to take it off anyway. But she took it right off, and I never saw that shirt again. And she's on the program. She's on my program. Uh, that feminist <laughs> AF woman, what a man would game, that is not a problem. 
Okay, we're going to take the good things out of feminism. We'll keep them. The things that are dysfunctional for her and me, we're going to get rid of those things. And if she can't do that, she doesn't stay. But even those things, like, is are they really endangering masculinity, though? That's the thing. Like, what is it? I don't feel like masculinity is endangered by it. I agree with you. With a man with game, there's no fear. <laughs> okay. But with a man with no self-identification and is listening to other losers on the internet, with all due respect, but you're listening to other losers on the internet who kept losing with women. Now masculinity is dying. It is. If, if you fought, swallow that, that pill, you swallow that, though you live on through another man's reality, you are a simp and you are soft. And you are losing your masculinity. <laughs> That's what it is. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. No, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we'll close the show out. We're a little beyond. And uh, to be honest with you, I, I went through this entire broadcast feeling very ill. I've been sick the last two days. Um, Feel better, E.O. Really but, but notice this. Sick or not. You got to finish that shit. <laughs> Sick or not, you're going to go through that. I'll sit here with a fever. I'll sit here with a fever sweating. I am sweating. But I'll sit here with a fever. I'm going. I'm finishing that. And I don't respect any men that use that as an excuse. You better be in a fucking hospital bed if you're going to cancel some shit. But um, anyway, that's the show. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> and <laughs> hope you got a lot of game. I, I really do want to thank. Uh, I'll see you. I'll see you on the other side. Emerald. Thank you so much. I do want to thank my co-host, who is always a delight, who is always easy to work with. Um, I, I want to tell you this. I always see you learning from me. I definitely learned. That's why I'm in the Manosphere, Cochio, because I learned so much. <laughs> SNL pointed it out as well. Other people have. Many people can see it. When I talk, when I talk to you, I can see it. It's like, it's like you're like... <laughs> <laughs> like you're really, you're really, you're really listening, but it's not just. I mean, you're you're like a C. You're learning, you're learning from my perspective, and that's what a man does. A man introduces a woman to new concepts. You're seeing the leadership happen all the time when when we're on, and but I don't take anything from Candace. I try not to take anything from her. Sometimes we do do a little friendly back and forth if there's disagreement, but it's never disrespectful. Yeah, it's always uh, respectful, and and uh, you truly are a delight in this space. Um, and I'm happy to have you. So much. That's so kind. I love that. Now, here's the thing, Coach. You, I feel like um, I I learn from you, and I feel comfortable in this space because whether I agree with what you're saying or not, you are like the utmost of a gentleman. Like you're so chivalrous and just a kind person. And why would I not want to interact with you? Just because. And, and I feel like people need to pay attention to that sort of thing rather than whether they agree with talking points or not. You know what I mean? Because I agree with a majority of what you say. There's sometimes you say some stuff and I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the locker room talk. Sometimes yes. that man does come out of me and I don't filter my... See, here's another thing that I want guys to notice. I don't switch up in front of Candace. Yeah. I'm not like uh, putting a leash on myself because a woman came front. Like, there has to be something to be said about a man remaining consistent, whether a woman is around or not. There's so many men's change up who they are and how they talk to accommodate a woman. And it's like, look, I'm here to accommodate people. If I got a man on the show, 
I will be kind to that man. I will be generous to that man. I will try to help him grow, I will help, uh, whether it be with advice or try to help him grow a platform. And if I have a woman on, I'm going to do the same. But the woman's not going to get any uh, extended preferential treatment, or neither is the man. They're both going to get the same. Yeah. No, I appreciate that consistency about you, because I think that's very important. And a lot of times I think that's that that's what people need to learn above all else. I always, you know, I call it integrity. Like I am who I say I am. I do what I say I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. It's everything. It is. Yeah. All right. Well, good to see you. Thank you uh, for being here. And uh, we have a I would say approximately seven episodes left. I could be a little off, but seven episodes left for this season. We'll decide uh, when it's over, if it was profitable enough for us. If not, you got a seven more times. Um, I don't keep shows going. I, I've been saying this. I don't, I am not a man that's going to go forever and ever and ever. Like we have to make sure that it makes sense, that it's mutually, mutually beneficial. Um, I've never made the claim to be here forever. I will be here forever as long as the value for value exchange is there. And so, uh, Candace, thank you so much. Yeah. Stand by for a moment. Oh, you know what? I didn't play our intro again. Oh. <laughs> Let me go ahead and play that and we'll end the show. Okay. I'll play that for us. Thank you, everybody, for being here. And we'll see you uh, for the next one.